Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Sup, everybody. This is Carrick with ACG, and we are here. Ham Radio Broadcast. Ham Radio Podcast. This I knew this was going to happen. Right I was going to tell it. Dustin, but I, I didn't tell him because I, I, I was, I was going to tell him that I mess it up every time when I'm by myself. And then I felt good and I messed it up. Ham Radio Podcast number 300. That's right. 300. 300. And Maddie is not here. And I am here with... Go ahead, Dustin. Sorry. I'm Dustin with Last Stand Media and Handsome Phantom. And Carrick, I have... I don't know. This might be a weird idea, but I was thinking, I'm like, this is 300. It's a very important milestone. Yeah. Part of me is like, should this be 299.5? Oh, we can do and that. And then when Maddie's back for his two point his 2.0 of his channel, maybe yeah. that should be 300. Yeah, but that's what we'll do. You get into a mess there with with like your your iTunes listing and stuff like that. So oh, I do don't you? know. Maybe that's not possible. Well, I don't then know. That we'll let Maddie. We'll, we're going to call this episode 300, but it could be episode 299.5. We'll do it variant, like uh, like near. A, where right. it'd be like one two seven seven one nine five four nine because we are going to talk about near anyway so um yeah maddie couldn't make it he uh is working hard on getting everything set up for some changes going on and stuff like that and so he asked us to do it and we stepped in and we we basically took over the reins we fixed everything behind the scenes so from now on everything should be perfect i mean look i don't even have right. a green screen working obviously we're high rent here I couldn't even get, I was telling like these guys behind the scenes, I use two things to get the green screen to go away because I don't want a ton of lights. And so I need two programs and it's zoom is the other one. And we use discord discord has not as of yet put in their own green screen filter, which sort of surprises mm. me when you think about it. Yeah. Right. Cause they, I don't know if you've used it. Have you ever used their streaming service inside of like discord? Have you ever streamed? I have people? not extensively, but I have used it like one, one or two times. I mean, it works pretty well. Like overall, I'm, yeah. I'm sort of surprised they haven't jumped. And speaking of that, Microsoft and them are caboodled, right? I heard yesterday right. that they walked away. So yeah, which I'm guessing. I mean, that's good news to me, really. In that, I just don't think. I think. Do we talk about this on our show? I don't want to retread, but it's like Microsoft and services have a are a mixed bag. Yeah. You right. Know? Right. I don't so, think we did, but I don't think the reason why it might sound familiar is because I don't think anybody disagrees. I, and, yeah. I, and, and and Discord doesn't it didn't fit with me. Maddie was trying to tell me he's like, man, I wish I, I, I hope they buy it, but that they allow it on PS5 and stuff. And I was like, what are you talking like? What are you talking? That's not how things work. That's not how these companies would work. It'd be tied off. And and it's another voice service on top of Xbox, which got their own voice service. So there's a lot of things I like, but a lot of things that didn't make a lot of sense. So I'm okay with it, too. Like, let Discord right. do their thing. You know what should happen? Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft need to just get all of their chat stuff right on their own. Yeah. You know? Like, there's a lot of stuff. Nintendo doesn't even... I'm, fuck, I, don't, I haven't chatted on a Nintendo system ever. Have you oh, ever? And um, I, I when Dude, when they announced that stupid app mm -hmm. you have to use, yeah. I, I tested it out once just just to know as someone who talks and critiques the industry, I was right. like, okay, we'll try this out. And I was like, this is 
This was is it not bad? it. This is not the. <laughs> it wasn't horrible as far as like sound quality and stuff. It's just like I don't want to be fucking around with my phone right when I'm trying to play Mario Kart. That's so. so so weird, man. Were you doing it? Um, do you do online? You do all yours local, or do you actually play like with people? You know, other states away. On your um, Nintendo. it's been a while. Um, actually, now that I think about it, I haven't played Nintendo Switch online very much at all. Like when Splatoon Two came out, I was playing that pretty regularly, and that was really fun. But I'm not gonna play Smash online. There's nothing yeah. <laughs> fun about right. that. Yeah, right. For multiple There's... reasons. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you're gonna get destroyed. And there's right. going to be lag. And for me, as much as I love, I like to play Smash by myself. But if you're going to play with someone else, it needs to be in, in person or at least someone you know. That's half the fun is like yeah. the, the smack talk and, you know, the, you know, the yelling. And it's, it's got to be in person. Also, but, or at least with someone you know. Nothing's worse than smack talk when you get like a technical issue while you're trying to deliver it. You're like, yo, bitch. And you're like, it was a good burn. If you would have heard it, it was awesome. <laughs> Just didn't yeah. Hear it. Um, yeah, I, I've done DC Universe Online because I'm a huge fan of that MMO. I've done that on Switch and it worked like seamless. But I mean, you know, the, it's it's not quick twitch like injustice or something. And then uh, what else have I done? You know, I don't do a lot of online on that either. I, I think I have two friends on that entire thing, and I think they're both reviewers for reviewing games. Right. Like that's, you know, it's just, that doesn't, the Switch doesn't call me for that. Like, it's just, that's no. not what it's, you know, I, I don't think I'd use it even if it was super robust. It would just depend. Um, When it comes to Switch, also, I wanted to ask, so I got a question in my patron, and I think Maddie and I, two weeks ago with you, I think we talked about this, but I wanted to make sure we did. Uh, this had came, this had come up, and I want to ask Maddie's fans, and then you and I can talk about this. And I did not prep you for this question, but it, it popped in my mind. I want to ask it real quick. Okay. So I I did a poll for MMOs, and my question was, how do you, what do you consider an MMO? Fifteen people plus who can all interact, uh, forty five people plus, or a hundred people plus, or one of those numbers with like guild support. And the reason why I asked this is because. Outriders is one thing. Then you got No Man's Sky. They just added it where everybody can be. I don't know if you saw, but the expeditions, like everybody starts in the same. It's it's nuts. And I want to like, check that out. I, exactly. And But it's like, what's an MMO? What is an MMO? And it's so soft that sometimes I'll hear somebody say, this is an MMO. And I'll be like, oh, is it? Because like, I'll call Fallout 76 an MMO and somebody will correct me. And I'll be like, well, mm. but I thought it was an MMO. I mean, so what do you, like, is there a number? Like if I said we're releasing an MMO and I was your boss and I was like, it has this many people. Would you say that's not an MMO if it was under 45? I mean, like, what do you personally hmm. think is an MMO? Like what's a great question. What ex so, it explains it to just you. for, yeah, just for a little context, how many, how many players can be in one instance of fallout 76? I don't know. I, I have no <laughs> clue. I've never even played fallout 76 other than like two hours. And I played okay. it when it first came out, so. Sure. See, I don't know. Sometimes it's weird because I almost feel like there's a bit of a, a gradient in a way because I remember when I got, this was years ago, when I got the game Guild Wars. 
Yeah. I was yeah. disappointed in the first one because you could only interact with other random players when you were in towns. Mm -hmm. In order to play with other players out in the actual gameplay in the world, you had to party up with people. And I was like, this doesn't really that doesn't have like, that yeah. MMO experience to me. You know, the 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 like quintessential MMO to me, this is not textbook definition, but is the the open feeling of the world with other players. But now that I say that out loud, I'm like, well, to me, Destiny and Destiny 2 feel like MMOs in yeah. a way. Um, but they're different. I mean, they're not like World of Warcraft or something like that. But hmm. This is a really good question. You yeah, got dude, me I think it's here. broken. Like, I just don't know how you even answer it right because we were talking about that, but we were talking about sharding and instances and all this. Because, like, one of my favorite games of all time is Secret World, which is an MMO, but they shard out at like 32 people. Um, oh. and, and they do it on purpose because it's a horror MMO. Like, it wouldn't make a ton of sense if it's not as scary if you have a thousand people fighting zombies versus 32 yeah. or whatever. And, um, and a lot of the games I do, I, I, I think DC Universe Online has a ton because I see, but Neverwinter has a ton. But then when you go out, it shards out because I remember going in. It's like what instance Star Trek Online, what instance? Those are all instanced out, and I think Star Trek is sixty four, which I would consider spaceships sixty four spaceships to be MMO. Like that to me also might be the thing. Like how much can you impact on the screen? At some point, it might just be too messy and be like that's too many people. But it's just weird because every time I talk to somebody whether it be fallout or whatever then all of a sudden somebody's like well this is it's that's online that's multiplayer that's a mmo that's a pseudo mmo it's a sharded mmo it's an instanced mmo there's like no real way to describe it like if you were a pr right. it'd be almost impossible i guess that's without, the thing. what's outriders so, no that's sorry that's co-op online co-op sorry yeah i was going to say because if we think about you know massively multiplayer online when you say massive um that applies to does that imply the world does it imply the amount of players so because... here's what, that's a good question because i thought it originally applied to the uh to the players but then you just said massive and i'm like does that apply to like the location too because it right. would be how would you have a massive let's say we were all in the same room one versus 100 that board that game the talk show game well, uh, I think Xbox did that one versus a hundred or whatever. Oh, right. What, that is that is not that an, an MMO? MMO, but it's in one room. That's a good point. Right. I never even thought about that. I'm sure people will be so, arguing with us in the in the chat, but I just I don't know. What are we gonna say? Here's here's okay. We we'll leave it at this. Uh, the dictionary.com definition says any online game in which a player interacts with a large number of other players. So. Then it goes, well, what do you mean by large? Yeah. Right? Because many, many years ago, having eight players in a game would be right. considered very large. And yeah. now you have games with, you know, potentially up over 100 players in one instance. You know, does that make does that make Call of Duty Warzone an MMO because there's 100 other players on the map? Yeah, it's got to have to do with like. Yeah, because that then it's just a multi like uh is the Warzone the one with sixty four? What's the what's the world one? What's the Call of Duty World one? What's it called? 
Uh, War, I mean, Warzone is the Call of Duty one. Is there another one prior to that, though? Like, bl something? Black oh, Blackout. The yeah. So, like, dude, I'm telling you, this is this is why I asked it. Because I'm, it's, you, you cannot use it as a definer anymore. It just doesn't no. make any sense. It's like you have to start using other words because everything's so different. The only reason I bring it up is because it came up in our podcast, and it was about Fallout. Fallout is how it mm. spawned. And so I wanted to know people who are listening when you describe fallout do you say it's an mmo i think that's like that's sort of what i was trying to get to was like if people it, i think skyrim is, or not skyrim but uh elder scrolls obviously is like i don't think anybody I, argue that that is oh you mean wait for skyrim oh you mean the elder, elder scrolls, scrolls online. online yeah i don't think yeah. anybody questioned that one but well maybe part of what our our brain is latching on to is that oftentimes when we say mmo we think of specifically MMORPGs. Yeah. Like yeah. people say, oh, World of Warcraft, that's an MMO. It's like, well, that's actually MMORPG. You want to be very specific. Right. And that's what, that's kind of the layman. You just say it's an MMO. And so we tie that RPG, you know, modifier to it instantly based on how these massively multiplayer online games started. So, so let's say Starfield has a multiplayer component. Oh. And you're in space, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we, we hope you're in space. It's called Starfield. It'd be weird if you were yeah. underground. <laughs> but so you're, you're in space. How many... If, if Starfield played like Fallout and had the same features and had 32 players or something like that, would you call that a multiplayer? Because then you're the massive part of the, ex, of the location becomes the question. Because mm. like if the location is huge and you only have 32 people in it, it's a massive location, but not massive number of people. And there, again, the reason why I bring it up is because we're going to, especially like next year, I just think we're going to see a lot of companies doing weird stuff and it's going to be really hard to describe what you're getting. We're also getting async. What is it called? Async online or whatever, like crossfire, I think is one where your single player stuff overlaps with your multiplayer. Um, locations will overlap where like you can be doing single player quests and you can see the multiplayer battles around you. Whoa. So, yeah, there's some stuff going on with a, a couple shooters that I think are going to be pretty interesting when it comes to how they handle this stuff. So, Right. And something that's important for me thinking about this now is that, uh, and, you know, I'm not, and I'm not saying you're doing this at all, because I think you're bringing up a very valid question. But I have noticed over the years that there are people that uh, I'm going to lovingly call genre Nazis. Oh, God. In that they are. They're very, they're like, that's not this genre, yeah. it's this one. And it's like, yeah, I, I can understand wanting to respect clear boundaries in order to have proper language describe what a game is. But as we keep, as gaming progresses and gets more and more involved and we discover new types of ways to play and new gameplay, yeah. there's a genre fluid fluidity going on yeah. i mean it yeah. seems like every game now has rpg elements does that mean every game's an rpg like so we gotta have you know there's gotta be a balance there's gotta be clear definitions of some things but we also gotta be willing to say like hey this game is a bit of everything it has some mmo qualities to it yeah it's, i would i i don't know what maddie's gonna say um so we'll have to ping yeah. him on the, ne on the next podcast to see what he thinks on these. Cause I'm sure he has, especially cause he's, you know, does fallout 76 and all that he knows. But, um, one thing, I mean, they are fluid in particular, 
But I think I've had that discussion where somebody will bring like roguelike and roguelite up. Oh. And the moment I see it in my Discord, I just, I'll be like, no, no. Don't like do it. Like a dog. I'll be like, don't do it. Don't go there because you'll lose. No one will be happy. The argument will just, it'll, it'll retread for. And what's funny is I've talked to devs about their genre before on the channel and been like, roguelike or roguelite and they're like what's the difference and i'll be like exactly the dev is stating that if the dev who makes the game is like dude we're getting a little shady here on what we're worrying about i mean you know which obviously we're a podcast so we talk about these things but sure. i do find it i do find it funny sometimes like the way we try to differentiate stuff so i want to see what people think i think Grimblade is going to say a very by the way grim i'm calling you out he's going to have a very specific number he's going to have very specific uh what do you call it? Requirements. I, I, I just feel like Grim is going to be the guy who says 100 full guild. By the way, I did a poll on my channel. This one, 78%. The option of five, 78% of people chose it had to have a minimum of 100 all interactable with uh, guild support. And I thought that was oh. very high. I was yeah. quite surprised they chose that number. So, yeah. So, anyway, we'll see. Um, we already did the opening. Right. Yeah. So pretty got, much. I yeah. mean, other than we just we didn't. Uh, you know how how's your how's your week been? You've been busy. I've been watching you. I I support you on Patreon, oh, yeah. was, so I get the emails. There was a lot of uh, there was a oh thank you. There was a lot of um. I didn't know that. Uh, is yeah. your name on? Is your name? I think well, I don't say your name out loud. I mean, I mean, if it's like a patron name, I just didn't see your name. I pop think I'm up. a I'm a I'm a pretty low tier. Uh, that doesn't matter. I would have still. I, I, I still. I don't care about that. I'm still. Well, if you're not at the hundred tier, yeah. Um, but uh, if we're not gaming together on Twitch streams, but yeah, it's so. There's been. There was first. There was, replicant, which required a thought process to get through for various reasons, which we can talk about, and that was fun to do. But um, the re the review got messed up because I was doing Phoenix, and the like the codes came over the top of each other on a weekend, which mm. normally I'm fine with that, but I wasn't expecting Phoenix to be as big as it was. And so that people understand what I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, uh, Phoenix rising the lost gods DLC, and then also uh, Re replicant. And I got to say, man, Phoenix rising. That was awesome. Like that was not what I, I mean, there were some issues with it, but it was not what I, I did. I never expected Ubisoft to be the company that went out and tried something completely not you know, like what you would expect to change it to Diablo style gameplay was quite shocking and it worked for the most part. Um, yeah. So that was that's fun. what I was surprised is just that it was like, whoa, this is doing something very different usually. And I mean, I, hmm, I want to make sure I don't speak out of turn here, but I feel like uh, their DLCs are usually pretty standard. They've got yeah. a pretty good formula for what they do for their open world game dlcs yeah no i would agree with that i think that i mean and and even if they've done well they've been pretty standard like there there might be a big cool place but it's not like something surprising so to see them say we're going to change up the um entire viewpoint and stuff was it was, it was a cool yeah. surprise to have because the other one was not that so you're right on that the other dlc was just um going to asian inspired um uh, lands. Oh. so it was it wasn't it was which i like that but it wasn't a whole new anything where this mm -hmm. was like we're gonna make it so that your powers are different your way of getting them is different your uh the viewpoint is different so that's that's what i was doing was just playing 
playing those and playing near. And it's so weird to play those two because I'm sure, yeah. you know, with Replicant versus Fe Phoenix is all color and saccharine and sugary candy colors. And then you turn on Replicant and you're like, it's like two colors, yeah. green and brown. <laughs> yeah so, weird. so you played replicant give us your let's let's just jump into thoughts on replicant because we, let's do we, it so you've got how long into this about an hour two hours probably an hour and a half i am uh yeah pretty early on because i just got it today mm -hmm. um which okay i have to share this because i thought it was so funny so i originally i was talking or had a few email exchanges with pr about requesting the game they decided to not send it to me. That's totally fine. That's not what this is about. What I do find funny is that when I re requested the game, they said, hey, Dustin, thank you for int your, your interest in Near Replicant version 1.2247, blah, blah, blah. Like, they typed out the whole title <laughs> with all the numbers they in the PR email. And I was like, respect. Yeah, so. exactly. You didn't do what I did. I said it one time in my review. And I said it once right at the starting, and I even told everybody. I was like, that's the only time you're going to hear me say that. From now on, right. it's just replicant. <laughs> I'm, not, yeah. I'm not going nuts. Um, but what did you think overall? I mean, I know you haven't jumped into it super deep, but what do you think right. so far? So just as a little context, I Near Automata was my favorite game of 2017. I thought it was totally awesome. It came out of left field because I don't even think I knew about the original, the, the PlayStation 3 Near. So I was very excited uh, when this remaster partial remake remaster whatever they you know they're kind of it's somewhere in between but uh i've never so yeah i've never played this original near game so i was very excited to pick it up and i am liking what i'm playing so far it has that near quality it's got the awesome music it's yeah. got a very um i don't know how really how to say it. it has just a very distinct near quality to it in its its characters and it's the what it's dialogue and the music and the, the visuals it just is it's very it's it's weird because it's in a very um it's in a genre that's filled with a lot of uh copy and paste cookie cutter stuff and i think that when people see this game or just the near series in general they're gonna think like oh it's another yeah action jrpg but i think once you dive in um especially the themes of the game are very unique but carrick when i wanted to ask you because i did not watch your review did not watch <laughs> anyone's reviews um which and i'm fine talking about it now of course like i'm not you know i know you won't spoil anything for me or whatever and i'm i'm happy to hear your opinion but my impression was that when Nier came out on PS3, which was the Gestalt version, right? Yeah. Uh, my impression was is that people thought it was a really great story and had really great atmosphere, but the gameplay severely weighted down uh, in a lot of ways. And so my impression of this remake and remaster is that it takes the what was, you know, the biggest negative attractor of the original and makes it pretty good. Not necessarily amazing. It's not like a 10 out of 10 in the gameplay department, but right. it keeps the really good stuff, the story, the music, the atmosphere, blah, blah, blah. And it brings the the uh, combat up to a level that you don't have to say like, it's a good game, but the combat sucks. Is that an accurate impression? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I would say that's 
completely okay. accurate. And maybe that there's not as much combat as I would have liked. Oh. Near was near automata. Whenever I say near, I'm gonna probably be talking about automata or automata, depending on who you're talking to. But those that game in particular, I thought that there was enough combat. It was awesome. This one, it's more of an RPG, and you can tell its time frame is just slightly different, and it's not as in your face with thousands of battles. Like, oh, I don't even know if there were thousands of battles. Maybe my brain is just remembering and thinking that there were because they were so out of control in that game. But it feels like there was more fighting than there is in this one. That's um, and, and the combat here is basic, but more complex than it was. Right. And I'm assuming a lot of that, you know, the, the, the strong combat emphasis in Automata would have been... Uh, because of the platinum design and le elements, just learning sure. from yeah and just like taking it and learning from what we've got because mm -hmm. a lot of the combat is basic it's almost like playing a fighting game on an old gen system and then now or something where like punch and kick they figured out in this one and they figured out pauses which i actually like in this game They're, it's not super complex it's more about like what feels right for attacking where with near automata then you were doing awesome comp there's still awesome combos here it's just not as flashy and over the top there um but if yeah it feels like a gen one version of automata basically yeah which is fine with me i mean there's no no issues there one of the coolest right, characters that's... ever too the book dude i love it oh the i'm excited nice. to know more well that's dude the beginning of this game is a mind fuck to yeah. put it yeah it's definitely bluntly. unique uh, and I won't even, you know, I won't even say what happened at the very beginning just because it's such a weird sequence of events. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm into this. I'm very excited to play it all and then think about it for months to come. It may spur on. I may have to play Automata again afterwards to kind of, you know, connect the dots because I know that they're. They obviously can be played independently of one an one another, but I'm I'm told that they do connect in some interesting and surprising ways. So I'm I'm excited to make that connection. Um, technically, are you on the PC? No, which yeah, we you brought that up to me before the show is that I I could have got it on PC, and obviously, like you know, PCs you well. I shouldn't say usually. I don't even know if we can know we can say usually, but theoretically the PC version should always be the best place to play something if you've got the hardware to back it up. But based on uh, the history of the series, yeah. or just we'll say Atom or Automata on PC, I was like, fuck no, not buying that on PC because I do not trust Square Annex with any kind of port of this game. Even if it's different developers, I just, I was like, there's too much stink on near and pc right now so i got it on on playstation and so apparently so the the pc version though pretty pretty rough well i mean you know there's always going to be somebody who says it's running perfect so i want to say that some people listening won't have issues but yeah there's been some problems it's an uncapped frame rate but it uh its physics appear to be connected to the so its physics Oof. are coded to the fps which is normally okay as long as you can lock it somewhere but this is not locked which means shit gets weird and um you can lock it outside of course nvidia panel can you know you can max out stuff but it's just it i guess that's not available in the game and that's uh, even in my review i was like they don't have a good history so make sure to watch your refund window you know 
and be and be prepared that on PC you may because even I had heard about it just got tiring. It was like that's all people talk not tiring towards the people complaining, but tired that it hadn't got fixed and that there were so many issues. So yeah, there's some issues would, with with VSync and frame rate that I've been hearing about. Here's the thing, Carrick. Maybe you'd have more info about this. Is you see these bad PC ports or even sometimes console ports come out. You just think, how did this happen? Like, surely they knew about there were that there were problems, but did they just decide to not do anything? Like, thinking back, one of the probably the most notorious example, Batman Arkham Knight. Knight. Yeah. They knew that that was bad. They had to have known, but they released it anyway. And they paid the price because that was a a big, you know, controversy at the time. Um, I think they ended up, did they give away anything for free for that? Like, I thought they, they removed it even from the store. I could be wrong. See, yeah, it's funny because be right. mine was reversed. Night, I had no issues with. I, strangely oh. enough, and I had a very powerful system, so I brute forced some of it. But, I mean, I, there was FPS issues, but it was completely playable. Uh, where, mm. like, a cyberpunk I had issues with from moment to you know from start to finish and so you know how it is with bugs you never quite know who's going to have the issue or not um but yeah with that one that was a huge that was a debacle like batman was bad i mean there were and i can even say that even though i didn't experience it i'm not an idiot like you could tell Mm -hmm. it was bad it was obvious that there were people who were running into egregious issues i don't know if people don't know i i know qa does their best to you know report but then uh, whoever the producer is has to say to get it out we got to make sure these th- three things are fixed and this fourth one will patch i don't know what they passed up so that vsync issues had to be patched later that's pretty crazy but uh it might have been you know maybe they had only a couple testing machines and it didn't show up on their testing machines i don't know like yeah you know, because I don't know how big that's a small team. It's play, play something, play toy, right? Play toy games or something. Oh, like that. uh, play logic for play logic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't even know how many people toy are logic. Uh, sorry, toy logic. Yeah. So that's a yeah. uh, like how many people are there? How many people, you know, how many systems they have the tested on might be a good question, but hopefully they fix it quick. That's, I mean, you got to wonder, like, I don't know, maybe it'd be too expensive. I know the budgets are tight, but it's like there needs to be dedicated Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Like a third party that you can bring in, be like, okay, how good is this? How good is this port on PC? Are we gonna get flack for this? Like, we're gonna pay you to make sure that uh, when this goes out, we're having, you know, every PC game is people are gonna complain about it not working because of the the nature of PCs. Yeah, and so you know what was bad? I don't know. It's Microsoft paid to build. They have an entire building on their facility, and I think they said two thousand. PC testing machines, and they still release State of Decay 2 in its original form, which admittedly I didn't have a ton of issues, but I could tell, you know, it's obvious that there were some. I even had those, but I didn't have a ton, but there were enough people that even a company that big who does have their own testing facility, like, I don't know, man, sometimes, I mean, I am not saying, 
you can blame this stuff on something else. But I will say, look at what happened with Windows. We just got that alert now. NVIDIA's like, roll back your computers like the Windows update is ruining FPS on all games. So it's like, how many? I'm not saying this is every near game because somebody's going to be like, I don't have that driver. But I'm just stating that it's obvious that there's an issue with Windows updates too. I've been having them on every PC, every person I know. There's not a single person I know who is unscathed by something that's happened with Windows updates. When you add that, then you add NVIDIA and their video cards uh, drivers. Then you add the game. You know, that's PC, uh, unfortunately. And maybe they just can't. T- I-, I almost wish they like they tell. I almost wish these guys could figure out a way to say, OK, when's your update for Windows coming out? It's coming out like two weeks from now. Good. We're not releasing the game until three weeks from now. So we can test yeah. it on the new. You know what I mean? Because that patch mm-hmm. just came live a couple days ago and it's guttered. I, dude, it was on every website. Bleeping computers had it. Like everybody's just like, do not get this update. So there's that. Dude, too. It's it sucks. I it Windows does. update like it's a lately for us, like for last stand media, it's been causing some havoc for mm-hmm. our production timeline not timeline, but our production quality or whatever, just because we've had this thing. We use this app called Riverside. Carrick, you know about it just yeah. since uh, for Defining Duke, where what's happening is Windows Update is just automatically setting the internal uh, input level for your microphone to 100, just putting it at 100. And so, you know, uh, it's not that anyone's, completely computer illiterate but you know colin is not necessarily as understanding about how these things work that's why he pays me is to take care of all this technical issues but it's like you log in the app and suddenly yesterday your audio was fine but today it's blown out because it's suddenly set at 100 again for no reason the only thing that i can think of is windows update is just going in going and like putting it up to 100 it's just well, and you know what's weird? Um, it's all audio. It's funny you mention that because so I, I I belong to a Reddit that tracks like issues with Windows and reviewers. It's just a small it's a group of us who are like, are you having this issue? Uh, and so in the future, you know, watch out this thing works. So that way, if you have like different video cards for different uh, video games, you can sort of talk and say, are you running any issues? And every single Windows update is audio for me. Every single one has an audio issue. So that's what it does to me. It cranks, but it also will randomly delete the USB uh, video card or, or oh. audio card. It'll complete the tree. will just go boom, and it's gone and everything will freeze and I'll be stuck there. And then it'll redo itself. And it'll. so I thought, okay, maybe my PC is like, this could be a PC thing. So I switched the USB around. I switched the sound card and I was like, it's happening everywhere. It could be the sound card. Switched out sound cards. Boom. Happened with that sound card. I'm like, okay, is it the PC? Went to a different PC, updated that PC. And within like six seconds of that thing booting, it was like every, I, I hear a, like a little pop. And that's how I know what's happening is when I turn on the audio, everything's fine. I'll hear like a, and that means the USB device has disappeared. And that's absolutely connected to one of the updates. And it's, dude, it's caused me nothing but havoc. I was up until four, well, I was up for, 37 hours because of what did I say in the Twitter? I think eight. I can't remember how many it was. It was 18 or 27 uh, premiere crashes. And I couldn't figure out what was going on with the premiere and found out that windows on the update had reset my virtual Ram to a different size. But I went into, I always go into premiere and set it as you can do one of two settings in premiere, like give background services memory or the app or, or premiere the memory. And I have it so that I give premiere the memory 
And then I make sure I have a huge page file because I have a ton of RAM. And when that goes reverse, it crashes Premiere. And I, I was so stressed out because I had a deadline. And I was like, I'm up at three in the morning going, what in the f- is going on? Like, I'm just going to have to pull out an old laptop and like use Premiere and let it go for six hours to render this video. And then randomly Dude, remembered. It's so funny that you say that because I probably, I mean, to a T had almost the exact same experience when we were launching Sacred Symbols on video. It was, you know, very important because yeah, we were rebranding the company we were launching the video podcast. It was all supposed to line up at the same time. And then, dude, I was up until like three or four in the morning trying to get this export to work. And, you know, I was like, oh, surely 32 gigs of RAM would be is enough. enough for fucking Premiere. No, no, no. So I had to go and figure out, I figured out that all that page file stuff to like expand it because. Mm-hmm. Premiere, like on the export towards the end, it would just shut down. So, uh, yeah, it's just. And, and this is the thing is I nonsense. think that like, you know, obviously we sort of know what we're doing, but not all the time. Sort of. Uh, but yeah. it's like a gamer, man, a gamer who buys near. That's why I was warning people about Steam. It's like, OK, buying it from this is awesome. Digital storefronts have return policies and all that. Um, but. Dude, it's it's a minefield. Even consoles we've seen, obviously, with Cyberpunk and some other games have issues. But PCs in particular with all the video cards and 2080s, 3080s in particular are causing all sorts of havoc with like VR and all this stuff. And NVIDIA, Microsoft knows and they're talking about it to the to the people inside of the Reddit for VR. But it's like, dude, all of these issues happen. That's only going to be known to a minute number of people. And that's that's one of the reasons why I just will say it on Twitter or something. I'll be like, hey, heads up to everybody. Because, like, some random dude buys near and they won't know how to even go into their panel. Why should they? That And that's another thing. Like, if somebody buys a PC that's pre-configured, because I help people buy PCs all the time. And I got to tell you, 99% of the time when I say it's pre-configured, I have to warn them. That means the hardware. That does mm-hmm. not mean that every game will run because I've had people be like, you said it was pre-configured and my game's getting 32 frames a second or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, it's, oh God. You know what I mean? And you have to explain to them all of these things. I feel bad for gamers, man, in, in that way because you spend a lot of money, you want to get your nice stuff or maybe you don't have a lot to spend and you spend your last little bit of money on Nier and suddenly V-Sync of all things doesn't work, which is like, yeah. by the way, the most basic fucking, you know, like thing that should work. Um, When it comes to Nier, Dude, you they do have their own feel. They remind me of Dragon's Dogma a little bit, but they're very solitary, very like lonely feeling, the near games. Like that's that's what I, something about them is like bleak. Colorscape yeah. and um like overall feel. What have you fought the I, I, I gotta say I didn't like in replicant. I'm not a big fan of the shades. I think they're sort of cheesy bad guy. They're just oh those guys. yeah I don't know anything about them really. Oh I just so. mean them when like even in yeah. that first fight they show up and you're like Dude, it's like a candlestick on fire or something. I was just like, they're not very scary, (laughs) you know? No, yeah. Well, and that's what I was like. Are there other enemies in this game? Yeah, yeah, there are. It's just that that one bothered me. I did have one bug that was hilarious in that game. I came out of a location after doing a quest pretty mid-tier to high-tier level and had didn't have a lot of hit points left and had used, on a boss, had used all of my um, healing. Like, you get these... I can't even remember what they are, but like plants or and drops. And I was using them all, used them all. I come out 
and I forgot that there's this boar. And what this boar does is if it's near you, it charges towards you at like 8,000 miles an hour. And you have to you have to dive, I think, twice out of the way. And then you can run and dive twice. And if you run far enough, they'll stop following you. I didn't even see him, man. I come out. I've got like 10 hit points. And I'm like, finally, because I'd already done this part like three times. And I do this thing. And I've got it on video where I take like one step forward and... My guy just launches like 800 <laughs> feet in the air. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because you know you're dead. You're Because you're yeah. either dead from that or from landing. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I look back and the boar's like chasing me around. It was one of those. Yeah. And he, he did it like three times. He had spawned there. And I couldn't, I had to end up doing the thing where you're like already pressing the controller one way as the game loads. And you're just hoping you can like cheat and get a little yeah. extra foot. I did. But that's the only bug I had. Um, I didn't have any, but it, again, I was doing PS5, which I think uh, was pretty performant too. I didn't have any. I, I, yeah, it seems fine. Dropper side, yeah. And what was the loads for you or for me? I was having like anywhere from about seven seconds to twelve seconds for a load. It wasn't like super long, but it also wasn't short. Like, yeah, they're not. The loading is not horrible, but I was noticing. I'm like, hmm, uh, I have to load. To, to each, <laughs> like, instance area, yeah. and I'm like, this feels yeah, Lodi. this still kind of feels like a PS3 game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's they haven't really fixed that, which I I'll forgive it since it is, you know, a remaster, an updated remaster, we'll say. So loading, yeah, loading, for loading, was... loading screen pops up, and you're mm -hmm. like, okay, that's a lot. Um, yeah. Let's see. Moving on from there, I do want to talk. So you said so we were going to talk a little bit about XCloud, but you you didn't get a invite yet to go to the XCloud streaming app on i or iPhone. Is that what you were saying? Yes, I don't. I was. I had access back when it was an app in the preview, and it only had Halo. But oh, okay. that was that was months that was ago. A long now. time ago. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, trying to look to see. Are you an iPhone family? Know. Are you a are my an iPhone Apple? family? Yeah, you guys are like an Apple family. Oh yeah, I actually I just this is my new new Purdy. Oh yeah, because I saw that on your ago. post. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so I think I might have an invite. If I do, I'll send it to you. I I can't remember if they give you two or not, but I, I oh, but if they do, I'll just send you one. Um, what was your experience with Halo back in the day? It's streaming. Yeah, you know, it's just uh. Same as everything else to me, that it's like almost there for me, but not quite as someone who's sensitive to latency. So that's why I always, I've been, because I, initially when I start, was checking out streaming stuff, I was like, this is, I can't do this. This will not work. Right. And then I find out that there are many people that are like, this is great. I love this. I don't understand it because it bothers me when I'm, especially in a twin stick game, like, if the movement is slightly off, it just kills it for me. But some people aren't sensitive to that. And that's, you know, that's that's more power to you, if you ask me. Because you're, you know, you'll be able to use this and not have uh, have issues. So I I will say that, no, I would agree with all that. It is, it is streaming. I was trying to warn people. I'm like, dude, it's, I mean, it is better in some ways, but it is still streaming. You're still, if you have a network glitch, you have a network glitch. There's just no way, there's nowhere... I, and I don't know, maybe people don't realize this, but almost every single game in the world is set up to buffer that kind of stuff. But buffer means latency. So it's like you can't just you 
you can't do what you might do in an MMO where you fake some stuff while it's grabbing data. Because if it's a shooter, you're not faking anything. You're just, something's going to happen. You're going to notice something. And so I've been having a blast, but I pick and choose the games I play. I absolutely pick and choose. And I make sure that quality of service on the router is set up right and all that stuff. And even mm. with everything right, I have a thousand down and 40 up. If I'm doing internal, any streaming, it's seamless. I can play a shooter. And I wouldn't play like Unreal 1999. I'm not an idiot. Like there's going to yeah. be. And in fact, I wouldn't want to play. That's another thing. Like, don't force it, people. If you're like, hey, mm. man, I got this thing. I want to play this. You're just like, dude, does that make a lot of sense to play that game on, on a tablet? But uh, if you pick and choose, dude, I got to tell you, it's fucking awesome to play Skyrim on. I'm playing. I have a 12 inch tablet now, a Samsung. Yeah. You know, I'm playing Skyrim and all the mods and. And by the way, that's not exactly Xbox. I was just saying streaming as a whole. As long as you pick a game like Skyrim and not Call of Duty championship right. mode against G2 players, you'll probably be okay. But yeah, yeah it, it's cool that it's coming out. Um, and then Sony said this morning that they have like a game and a movie service in the pre whatever pubescent stage. Right. Yeah. They're, they're beta testing that uh, like a PS plus free thing for i think they're testing it first in poland i saw that get like a couple movies for yeah. free or something do you know why like, poland by the way what's with no poland? clue <laughs> Such... no idea zimbabwe we will be getting... <laughs> oh where are you? we're like why yeah. like why that market surely there's a reason but well it is funny too when you start looking at who has the fastest internet a lot of people think america does we're not even close hong kong oh. used to be and then they're not. It, it could be that Poland's infrastructure is is yeah at the speed that we're, and we're just not getting it. But I thought that was too because I was reading it going Poland the fuck what like that was not what I expected. If you had if you had queried me on like the top one hundred places it was gonna stream, none of them would have been Poland. I was just like, by the way, any Polish people out there who are gonna be playing this, hey, all the power to you. I'm just saying, I just wasn't expecting it. Um, dude, the internet here is is some people have it bad. I uh. I, I met someone um, a few months ago now, and they were telling me that they liked digital games and they were all about digital. But then later in the conversation, they told me they had really bad internet. And I was like, well, how does that work? They're like, well, it's just really slow. It takes a while to download. It's like, well, you said you liked Red Dead Redemption. How long did it take for you to download that? It's like, well, it took about a week to download, but I didn't have time to play it anyway. I was like, why are you buying digital games if it takes a week to download? Like, that just seems insane to me. But some people, that's their reality. That's how they choose to. I mean, I feel bad because you can't choose how fast your internet is. Right. But you can choose how to buy your games. At that point, it might even be faster to go to a Starbucks. Yeah. Right. Or ask a friend right. if you can drive and park in front of their home uh, or Starlink, which is awesome, by the way. I, I saw some guys oh, testing yeah. Starlink and I was like, I mean, again, I wouldn't be doing professional shooter. But, dude, the tech for Starlink, it's probably going to kill us all because it's just going to cloud up the sky. We won't be able to launch a rocket. But at least for right now, right. it gives people Internet who need it. There was a guy out in the middle of the woods and he was like doing ping tests on this. And it was faster than most of my home internets have been up until now. Like it, yeah, pretty insane, man. Pretty insane tech. It's going to be cool to see where all this stuff goes. I'm excited. Sony's, I think Sony's doing more of a make sure people don't think we're screwed type of comments. Like we're doing something. Mm -hmm. 
which is fine. That happens to just restore confidence, you know, where people have lost it. I don't think I didn't lose it because it was like, obviously, they're not not doing anything. Um, right. It is cool that they've announced that. Uh, they did say something about streaming 1080p games of some kind. And then people were asking, was it 720p they were streaming prior? So I don't know what's going on there. I'll look at the tweet later. Um, but I think Sony's, they're obviously cognizant of like what people's thoughts are. But I hope as a company, they're not making any quick like, I would much rather have it because I don't know if you saw, but Jim actually stated that he's still talking to Phil about is still talking about. He said this morning in an interview, he's like, we are still talking to Microsoft about how to work together in a partnership. And he's like, it will still be our stuff. It's just as Microsoft owns everything now when it comes to servers, they and right. it would be on the Azure service set. And he he stated that clearly. He's like, we're still working with them. Um. I'm just glad they're doing something, but I hope they don't force it. I would rather have Sony, like, I don't know what they can do that's unique, but I hope it's not, you can't copy Game Pass unless you don't have the money. No. So it's like, do yeah. something that's so, like, Days Gone and MMO. Uh, uh, and by the way, I just randomly said that. I'm not even sure that's a good idea, but like Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, co-op, a co-op is something that like, it, that wouldn't even really fit the Game Pass thing, actually. Now, that's just an online game. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of what they could do that isn't just a copy of Game right. Pass. Right. Yeah, it's difficult. They don't They don't have the money. I mean, I think that... I feel like there's some easy things they could do that uh, wouldn't necessarily be something that people actually use, but would be a good PR move. No, like, gotcha. like what the fact that they reversed their decision on the Vita and the PS3 yeah. store, probably, you know, they're still going to shut them down eventually. It's inevitable, but it was the right call for that PR move right now to, to keep them open. Part of me is like, dude, figure, I, I know the PS3 is the emulation is. <laughs> I knew what you, I knew where you're going with this one. P yeah. Dude, people are always like, well, why can't PS5 run PS3? I'm like, I don't, I just don't think I don't know how about coding. I don't know about system architectures. To my understanding, though, that the PS getting to emulate the PS3 on the PS5 is a large task, not an easy one. Especially we consider compatibility with all the different games and stuff. Yeah, I just don't think that's happening. You know, it would be easy though. PS1 and PS2. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, figure out a way to either release those some some PS1 P, like greatest hits. Do what you did on the PS3 and just do it on the PS5. And people be like, wow, great. And maybe they wouldn't even buy it, but it would be a, a positive PR thing for them. Like, that's always the thing with um, backwards compatibility is that Sony, was it Sony or, I don't know, maybe it was a different company that was like, well, we've got the stats from when we did backwards compatibility and we found that people didn't even really use it. Jim said, that. Jim he, himself he, said that. Right. Which I don't know. I mean, part of me is like, they would have the data that shows that. But, you know, it's one of those things that I think that uh, people like the peace of mind knowing they have access to that. Even if they only, you know, some people use it all the time. Some people may pop in, you know, a guitar, not Guitar Hero, or something, some kind of old, like, game every once a year or something and then, and then play that. So, I don't know. They got to figure out some easy wins, and I think that they already did that this week with the 
with the Vita, which, by the way, I just got a new Vita. How much do those cost? So uh, I had a a fan of Sacred Symbols that lives in Japan heard that I wanted, I mentioned in the show, I was like, I wish I had a blue Vita. And uh, he helped me get this. Now, I he didn't pay for it or anything. Like I, you know, I gave him the money. He, I paid for the shipping, but he was able to get this in Japan used for 120 bucks. Oh, cool. Which right now to on, you know, on eBay or whatever, even used, this would be a lot more than that. So I just, this, there's something about like, I, I have this one too, the, uh, the OLED Vita, but I just, this blue one is so pretty that I just, mm-hmm. I felt like I wanted Needed to have it before colors. it got too rare. It, so. it, they do shells over there and they just don't do them here or didn't do them here. Is that what was, they, is that like a Japan only shell? So this did come out in the U S very limited through exclusively through GameStop. Mm. But they do have a bunch of other colors that are ex- exclusive to Japan as well. But I was like, it would be cool to have a Japan exclusive one. But I mean, reality, this is the color I wanted. So, fuck. No it. worries about uh, re- there's no region stuff, Japan, uh, U.S. No, uh, yeah, there's no there's no region stuff that I'm aware of. And like, I have it set up as a U.S. It, it cool. logged into my PlayStation account. I downloaded games. Awesome. The only thing that's interesting is japan their their like enter button is circle and not x yeah or cross yeah and so (laughs) on all the system menus you have to press circle on this japan not in game but just in the the system menu okay yeah in game game, that would have been that would have been a (laughs) buzz kill in games because that actually confuses the hell out of me nintendo already does because they reverse those uh but i was going to say about the sampling and like you know, Jim and the backwards. I think I don't. Oh, yeah. I, I, I agree completely with what he was saying. But I think if you sample like 100 people who are on fire, they're all burning. And I think what happened mm. was he probably sampled post backwards compatible chip. And if you query people who have a software compatible version of backwards compatibility, there's a much higher chance people aren't going to use it because, number one, it actually doesn't cover all your games, which is what happened with the PlayStation 3 when they dropped the chip. It's also what happened to Xbox because they use software compatibility for their backwards compatibility. And there were some games I wanted that that wouldn't run. So I'm wondering if maybe it was just the timing of the data. It's like maybe it wasn't a big deal at that time because the people who wanted it had the chip version. They were doing their thing. And maybe the other people didn't want the software version. I don't know. I don't think he's going to make that decision lightly. I don't, that doesn't make sense, but I do think it was a dumb thing to say, because I will tell you this. If you're, if you're on a sinking ship, it doesn't mean all ships sink. And I just have this feeling that like, whatever he said and whatever they were thinking, they should have asked more people because all of us were like, no backwards compatibility matters. Like nobody was, Mm. dude, it's why PC exists. Let's be honest. PC exists. Half of the reason why most of us have PC isn't just to play the new games. Half of the time, the new games aren't worth playing because they're buggy. But playing older games, cranking them up, you know, being able to have all that power, do all those things, play the old games that you used to have, and mods. Mods are a big deal. Um, I just, I think it was a weird thing for him to say, you know. Right. Maybe it was lost in translation, too. And I don't mean translation like true, but I mean, maybe in that discussion, whatever was said didn't, you know, it just, it didn't 
it didn't translate right because even I stuck on that when he said it. I was like, dude, what the fuck's this guy talking about? Like, and I'm not a person who's like, oh, because I believe it, it's for sure true. It's like you could tell just by the zeitgeist. You were like, backwards compatibility seems to have mattered more now. Maybe people got used to it too. Maybe back then they weren't accustomed to it. Now with everything online, they're like, if I'm online, why can't I do backwards? Maybe that's it right. is that all these features came and they're like, well, then why would why do we do these three and not this fourth one? Like at some point we need to do them all, but yeah, hopefully, I mean, I'm excited for whatever they do. I dude, they've got some awesome games and it's like people, I mean, I know I'm on an Xbox podcast, but it's like, I'm always telling Maddie, I'm like, dude, they make some of the greatest games on the planet. You would want them to continue doing well and making their things. That's, that's sort of what you're hoping is that everybody, in fact, I would like every game to be on everything. It's never going to happen. No, of course not. I mean, that's just yeah. not how the it's, it's the business not how it works. works. Yeah, but, but it, it's going to be exciting to see. Go ahead. I was going to say, good transition here is that uh, you're able to talk about a very special game coming out on PlayStation Five pretty soon here. Well, I can talk see. about when it we... a little bit. Are we talking about Returnal? A little bit. Yes. Yeah. So there, you know how some NDAs some. NDAs in the world will state you can't even talk about the NDA. Yeah. I can't remember on this one. So I'm just going to say, I do know you can talk up to like level two, but there's some things I don't know if I, what you're even supposed to talk about because it's not in front of me. Um, It could be, but I'm not going to open it up. I'll just say, I see people saying like, is it, there's no way a house is house marquee, right? There's no way a house mark, house mark. Sorry. There's no way they could be worth 70. First of all, I don't know what that means. And that doesn't exist in my universe. If a game is worth 70, it's worth 70. That's just the way it is. If it's not, it's not. That's how I'm going to review it. I don't see holding them accountable for doing older style games versus this one, which has a ton of stuff going on and is a complete sort of a completely different, dissimilar game in many ways as being like a cost thing and i've seen way too many discussions around this and cost and dude i don't know i feel like we'll have to see what people think but sony's got a bit of a hole to dig out of that i don't know how they're going to dig out of it because their price is set at that price for all these games now and i brought it up with near automata or near uh replicant it was uh $59.99, $59.99, I think. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's really close to me saying you should hold off because they didn't do great on the graphics. There were some issues here and there. And I was like, it's still a buy, but you know, that's it, it maybe that's a pretty high price. I don't know how this is going to hit in that avenue, but I think pure gameplay fans probably don't have anything to worry about because those guys know what a, a good company can make a shit game. We just saw that with Cyberpunk. I'm just saying that like overall. You can see what's going on. They're showing stuff. This isn't hidden E3 trailers. People, dude, there's like 8,000 hours of it on Twitch right now, you know, because mm-hmm. people are streaming it. Co-streamed it. Um, Multiple other people. So it's, yeah. I mean, I think what people are hoping it will be is probably what it is, which is just their version of a shooter, but in a third person format. Right. Yeah. I think the things that, I mean, particularly from the review, which I didn't even read many of the pre- the previews. The most I got was some tw- like tweets of people saying like, "I really like this." Yeah, yeah. Is that uh, 
for me the the graphic the graphics are good the frame rate is good it feels like very much that it's like hey this is very much a ps5 game you know it's it doesn't feel like some kind of half early mm. half step early gen game and also a lot of people talking about the dual sense being pretty cool specifically john lineman over at digital foundry described it as like a gamecube controller in that like the initial press down is like a fire and then when you push it all the way down there's like a secondary fire it's kind of like that gamecube yeah click which is cool i, I like that idea i mean i the thing that bothers me is so again nda stuff but you're told not to say what you think. You can't give any indications. Mm. But I see people giving indications. And I... Oh, I definitely did. I am On under Twitter. the impression if those indications were negative, they would all be taken down. This is just me thinking outside the... like. And so this is what we've seen with a lot of games, by the way, where you'll see... And we'll talk about it later. You'll see an NDA and they'll be like, please don't give any indication of your thoughts. You can stream, blah, blah, blah. And people will be like, this is great. Companies never going to remove that. Never. They'll never remove that. Um, and I, th I I think the ones you hear talking are the ones who are going to say that, and the ones that might have issues probably won't say anything until the reviews come out. I, by the way, want to make sure everybody's listening to me. I am not hinting that there are issues. I am oh, just stating and... that it that is the way it will probably work if somebody does. Somebody out there hates it, I bet you. <laughs> That's the way, right i'm just because right. of reviewers there's somebody out there who's going to be like worst game ever right of course always now carrick here's something i just saw come up you cannot confirm or deny this so you're just gonna have to sit here blankly while uh -oh. i read this because you're under nda i'm not returnal review embargo uh ends april 29th at 8 a.m eastern standard time so according to opencritic.com. So I'm guessing that uh, uh, that's the case. Carrick is going to say nothing since he's under NDA. He can't comment on that, but that's apparently what it is. And I will point so, people to my Twitter a couple days ago that stated in the next couple months, be aware that game review timing has nothing to do with the quality of the game. Right. And in, until people hammer that in, they're going to continually be proven wrong. It can be day and date. It can be a week early. I had state of or days gone a week or two or three weeks early, and I think the reviews dropped a week early. Um, uh, days gone, state of decay, both of those. There was a couple that were bad where you got to do the review a week early. It didn't matter. All right. I don't know. Be interesting to see. Does it look like something that you are a fan of? Like, does oh. that kind of shooting, is that your thing? Yeah, well, I just, I love Housemark as a, a developer. Yeah. I loved uh, Rezogun, fantastic. And also, um, Next Machina was really, really great. Very and good. so, and, you know, Sacred fans will, will have heard me say that I have been somewhat apprehensive about this game in that, you know, I'm not speaking to the, the pricing, but just in the fact that we have Housemark which is primarily a game, a studio that makes smaller download. Yeah, no, no, games. that makes sense. Yeah, you know, and now they're making a big AAA game. That's a that's a much a big a bit of a leap. We are seeing an increased price for that, 
And for a while, not anymore, Sony was not even really saying what the game really was, was or how it. So I, that's why I was like, I want this game to be awesome, but I don't really know. Um, so right now I feel like I have a better idea. I probably, I mean, I could watch the the Twitch gameplay and, and find out exactly what the game is. But at this point, it's like, I'm, I'm going to buy it. Uh, and I mean, partially part of that is because I am, you know, being on a PlayStation podcast, it's like, you got to yeah, buy only sense. PlayStation yeah. game. Well, I, so. dude, I'm a firm believer that like that just came up in the last Defining Duke where I was like, dude, I have to get PlayStation and Sony, even if I didn't already buy their games, because I think they've won game of the year the last like three years. So it's mm-hmm. obvious that I have PlayStation games, but um, I have to get the competitors games too. If there was, if I was, if they were competitors, I would, because I would need to know like everything about all the different games. I think people think as you're on PlayStation, it's like you would only do PlayStation or you have to do it. It's like you to, to cover it, you probably have to do it, but it doesn't mean you can't play a and switch game. Well, like just, dude, that's the so thing stupid. is like Phil, Phil Spencer, you know that he played God of War and he probably yeah, thought yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. You exactly. know, he was probably at the, like he sat there and he was like, fuck, why don't, why don't we have a game like this? You know, comes and charging into fucking Microsoft headquarters, wearing a loincloth. Where's yeah. Oh God of War boys. Yeah. yeah and that's I, the thing. And, I never understood that where it's like, of course, you know, or, and I guess that applies also, I feel like to, you know, don't just because you like one console doesn't mean you can't never play something on something else. That's just ridiculous. Social pariahs bother me. I hate anybody who's like, you know, that self-limiting for no reason. Now, money-wise, I absolutely get, because that's what my channel is. So I definitely mm-hmm. get, you know, cost. Which, That's why I think streaming is is cool for some people because maybe some of their games don't need to be super quick Twitch and they can stream some of them, which would be cool too. That's, I think that the, the unfortunate part is that, um, you know, there's a self-limiting and then there's money limiting. And so if someone, this is my theory, maybe not with everybody, but you see people that are money limited. And so they wish they could play everything, but they can't. So in order to cope with that, they just lean into the things they do have and be like, well, what I already have is the best. Yeah. And there's no way what I don't have could potentially be better. That Because that would, you know. Yeah, that would fuck up with your so, brain, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, I mean, all of this stuff is going to come to a head this year, too, because as Maddie stated, you know, he's under the belief, and I'll just talk third person through him. But he's been very open. He's under the belief that like Microsoft and and uh, Switch are doing, you know, Game Pass or whatever on the Switch. You have all these things that are changing, but we've already seen the stuff. I mean, Microsoft and Apple have hated each other for 20 odd years. And Microsoft fought to get onto like iPhone. If anybody doesn't think that the entire game has changed, you should just look at that and be like, yeah, the entire game's changed. Everything has changed. Literally everything has changed. This year is going to be crazy. Like at the end of this year, and I've tweeted it, and I was like, mark my words, people will look back on this year and go, fuck. Like that's insanity. Especially if you've lived through one or two gents. If you lived through like one or two and you saw the defining lines, I think a lot of people are going to be shocked at like where the lines are drawn, how they're drawn, um, what you can get. Like you said, with uh, you know exclusives, are they timed? Are they not timed? What do you get? What I hope is we don't get any more like Assassin's Creed red cod pieces as the exclusive. Like those kind yeah. of things. Man, dude, there's nothing I yeah, hate worse than that. Kind. Yes, it sucks. It's It sounds so weird, and I'm not saying I want companies to do this, but I almost would rather have it be 
a substantial thing. Because when it's not substantial, I'm like, do you think I'm a f- idiot? Right. Are, right. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, why would you ever think that that would make my purchase decision is a red cape? I remember Assassin's Creed. Didn't they get a GameSpot or a GameStop cloak? Or wasn't there something from GameStop? If you bought Assassin's Creed, I thought you got stuff from GameStop. Or maybe it was Batman. Yes, mm. there was. there were exclusive skins for Batman from GameStop, of all things. Like that kind of stuff. I, yeah. I hate that shit, man. It's really distasteful to me. I don't know why. It just really bothers me. Um, but back on to Returnal. Yeah, it'll be cool to see, um, you know, embargoes at some point. At some point. And other than Returnal, Near, those are two big ones. Then you have Focus Home has Sherwood, and they've got Necromundia. The shooter. Oh, that game looks cool. Dude, Focus is knocking it, man. I'm telling you, people. Like, people sleep on focus. They've got some good-looking shit. And so they're doing stuff. Um, What else is coming? Because I was asked, like, what this year's release looks like. And I'm like, I'm actually pretty happy with it. I mean, there's no huge triple A. Well, there might be a couple huge triple A's. But you know what I mean? There's no, it doesn't feel like a big, doesn't feel like a repeat of a big year that we've had in the past. But I think there's a lot of games. Focus being one of them has two or three that look really cool. We're going to be excited Focus has always been been very kind to the Handsome Phantom crew. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, dude, they did that other side game. Didn't light the world on fire, but a lot of people really liked that. And Greedfall, of course. Plague Tale uh, Plague Innocence. Tale. Yeah. Plague Tale Innocence, which I believe I either gave Game of the Year or it was in Running For. Like, and I know that sounds weird because it's it's not totally special in what it did but it was totally special in how i experienced it like it was just Mm. speaking of that i got a bunch of dms so i will just tell people yes i'm excited for oxen free too shut up quit (sighs) dming me jesus christ it's like i don't even know what it'll be no one does but people are like oh my god i don't get that tight over a possible sequel i want to see what it's going to be but uh, yeah i'm excited for oxen free too i don't know did you ever play oxen free no, I've I've always wanted to, and it just never so good happened. It's so good, but, but yeah, I just want I people do, to stop DMing me. What dude, you that's a I want to. That's a, as far as the DMs. Like, I always want to be as available as I can be to the audience because obviously we we're not able to do what we do without that. Sometimes I'm like, just just tweet that at me. I'll still see it. You don't have to message. Like, I try to keep the messages for. Uh, more business use usually dude i'll but... be dropping in dms with the weirdest shit admittedly at 3 a.m i could possibly dm somebody some weird shit like my sure. willpower is pretty low at 3 a.m but dude i'll get the weirdest stuff and i'll just be like would i have dm'd total biscuit because i knew him i was like mm. would i ever would i have ever dm'd him like at 3 a.m just a random stuff and then i went back and looked and I did. And I oh, don't know. No. <laughs> By the way, we talked after this, and he was just gracious. Like, like we talked a bunch. So there was no – I don't think there was any issues. But I, I was teasing somebody about this 3 a.m. DM they gave me, and I, I questioned myself. I was like, I would never have done – and I went back and looked, and Total Biscuit and I had talked about Airsoft. I was a big fan. I love Airsoft. I have ton ton of guns. <laughs> 2.55 a.m., I'm up in the middle of the night, like always, and I'm just – in him airsoft guns now the next oh, day yeah. admittedly he was like oh thanks man that looks awesome but i was like i guess i know what it's like 
I know what it's like mm-hmm. to be excited and be like ping, ping, ping. But at the same time, you're right. Yeah, keep it, keep it, keep it light, people. I've gotten some weird DMs lately too. Like some, I'll, I'll work for you, but they always sound like they're not English. Like I'm, oh. I think I'm starting to get that spam. You know the. You you want editor give access to YouTube channel and we fix all and you're like nah. oh yeah I'm starting to get a lot no, of those we get that quite a bit um, both on our last damn Patreon and I've started to get it to me personally that's like people are like I'll work for you I'll do whatever you, whatever you need I'll do it and I know that it comes from a good place but sometimes like, well yeah I think not some in, are honeypots dude I mean no well I mean I don't know do you think they're all uh above board i some of them i are definitely like fans that sure sure are looking to be a part of things and i get that because i I was once in that i was once that guy yeah um but um yeah it's one of those things where it's like we're not just open hiring all the time it's like if we need something we're gonna we're gonna put a call out for it so but i get it you know you miss all the shots you don't take so yeah, don't take that. Don't mess. Don't don't ask me. Anyone out there listening, don't message me asking for a job now because I said that we're not hiring. But uh, I I respect it, but politely no. Yeah, I would say uh, especially like now is a great time to start a channel or something. You know, because there's a lot of people playing games. You know, there's there mm-hmm. is some there's it's it's also the hardest time. But what I mean is, if you were to get grabby luckily with an audience right now you could be in really good shape there's mm-hmm. a lot of people playing watching um there's a lot of like places i think a lot of us have a tendency i try to make sure i'm not hitting triple a's only that's why i did the dlc review and stuff and i know some people are like you have this many fans why are you blah 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 and i'm like that's how probably half of those guys follow me is because i was covering you know smaller games and i like those and I'll, i would still play them but like now th- th- those kind of channels could probably do well you know, review a couple smaller games, DLC. Like that's what I always tell people, man. Do some playthroughs of DLC and upload it, stream it. You know, if you want to, if you want to get in, like that'd be a right. good way to get in. And I, I think it's awesome that people want to join up. And, and again, it's just so cool, man. There's, I like, I was excited about this yesterday, but the amount of awesome stuff that's happening this year and and things finally getting fixed for like PS5. They did their patch where they fixed uh, where they fixed the loading games on the external which is very cool loading you can now load your or what 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 can you what can you do you can save them right you can save your games right yeah see they, is that what it is you, you can offload a ps5 game onto ex, an external you can't play it off the external but then you can load it back on quickly it's much faster than installing it on a disc I, or it. downloading yeah yeah. Yeah. No, it's just I, I just wanted to bring it up. It's like if anybody thinks I was being negative right there, I'm not. It's uh, in fact, I'm super, super stoked. It's just don't DM me at three in the morning. That's all I'm saying, because sometimes, oh. dude, I'll, uh, my wife would like read over my shoulder. She'd be like. Is that a, a normal person? Like, are they safe? And I'm all, I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Like what? Like getting some weird DMs sometimes. And I'm just like, all right, right. That's, time to time to get the admin to start looking at my Twitter. Uh, I know yeah. I know somebody from our channel now is going to DM me out of the head just just to screw with me. Uh, speaking of, of awesome stuff and new technology, though, just for a second. And I don't know if you want to talk about this, but I do want to remind people. So uh, AMD stated and Microsoft stated that in DirectX, what's it called now? Uh, 
there's a term for their new DirectX. It doesn't. It's not speedy. Agile. DirectX. Agile. That's Agile. it. Jesus, Windows, you're so stupid. Anyway, DirectX Agile, they added in some support for AMD features like AI Sharpen and so forth. And I want to make sure that people realize, because I got this is one of the DMs I got, tons of DMs where people were asking me, you know, is this the competitor for DLSS on NVIDIA's chip? It is not. Be aware it is not. It is uh, fixes for tuning of, let's see, ray tracing. So you can clean up samples, which is awesome, by the way. That's actually, that's going to be very cool. What that does is it basically optimizes ray tracing on, we'll make it easy, optimizes ray tracing. And then uh, one or two other things, and I think they stated their competitor to DLSS, we can call it a competitor, will be out this fall. So that'll be cool to see both call. And I'm, I'm assuming... They're both, I don't know. Microsoft has some stuff on the Xbox that is definitely different than the PS5. We know with variable shaders are not on the PS5. They're doing a different route. So maybe they're doing something else here. But we know for a fact Microsoft will be getting it in fall. And uh, that's awesome to me. Like that's, I've used the AMD. I did not think it was that good. It's actually pretty sweet. So I I love that tech. Do you use DLSS? Oh yeah. And it's great. It wasn't great at first, but now it is. No. You mean glaucoma yeah. vision? The first time uh, when that when it should have just been called point zero version. It was like I don't know why anybody would have used it. It it made no, everything yeah. look smeared and worse. But man, now uh, I'm trying to think of the best it's shocking. implementation. It is. It is shock. I mean, the amount of of performance that you actually get back. I think Legion. I got some good performance from. Did uh, Cyberpunk? Use DLSS? Oh, yeah. It's a use DLSS. Yep. Oh, yeah, because the difference. benchmark. Yeah, big difference there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if anybody wants to know about DLSS, you can look it up, um, unless you want to say anything about it. I don't, you know, there's no reason for a technical dis- discussion on here for these guys. They can look it up on their own. But is there yeah. anything about it and AMD stuff that you're excited for? Or is all this stuff you just don't care as long as it works? <laughs> no, I'm. I, I guess the only comment, I'm just, I'm glad to see the future of consoles and how software can make our consoles even more powerful. This generation is very, very intriguing. It's, dude, I had to live through the 360 times when they were patching the OSs for the PS3 and 360, and people were like, software can't fix anything. It has to be hardware. And I'm like, eh. and this was back in the day when there weren't things like this. You know, there wasn't mm-hmm. there wasn't the ability to really do it. And I still remember, I don't know if you know, this is going to stop, but SMAA, do you know what that is? The anti-aliasing? Yeah. I remember when SMAA came out and you could patch it into almost any game on PC and it would improve the picture and it would barely hit your frame rate. And I remember that was like the day going like, holy shit. Like it just, and some, that's a kid, by the way, who programmed that. And mm. I think a company unfortunately bought the trademark and that's why we don't see it very much. But um, it's so cool to see software making a change. Yeah, it's awesome, man. It's these systems are going to be... Do you think there'll be a mid-tier refresh? Because I was asked about that, too. And I don't know why that's popping up. But there was... Mm. Do you see a... What would it be? Xbox fucking Series Z? Series X Double X and Magnum XXL? Yeah. Do you think these companies you know, will do that? It, I think it depends on how powerful the software... I mean, realistically... Probably because 
they they convinced people to buy the same console, not the same, you know what I mean, but yeah. They sold a lot of consoles, they sold a lot of PS4 Pros and a lot of Xbox One Xs. So why wouldn't you do it again to make, you know, if you can sell people a the same product but slightly better for even a slightly higher price or the same, why wouldn't you? So the thing that I was thinking is that like maybe a PS5 Pro or a Series X Pro, we'll just call it that for ease. Maybe we could get better ray tracing performance yeah. or something because that is one area that I'm like eh. because that was the thing with um with Village coming out is that the ray tracing if you're on 4K with ray tracing it doesn't run at 60 FPS. So there's definitely some some improvement that maybe i don't know it's still early maybe it's just not there they're not quite right. optimized yet but i'm also kind of thinking like eh. give us a 1440p 60 with ray tracing option that's what yeah I want. well ps5 just needs to get 1440p they don't even have support for that yet oh remember yeah unfortunately but yeah i uh i agree i i Dude, ray tracing is so weird because I remember getting lied to, man. NVIDIA was like, ray tracing will be the greatest thing ever. Fucking blah, 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 blah. And you got it. And it was like two frames a second. And you were like, you bastards. Oh. You know, it took, them, it took them the full refresh to finally get like acceptable ray tracing performance. And I use that term. Dude, lately. I will say the game that uh, convinced me the ray tracing was something to watch was uh, Metro Exodus. With its oh, ray really? traced lighting. Yeah. Really cool. For me, it was Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Things. That's a good one, too. Yeah. I, I, dude, one of the guys in my uh, Discord was like, dude, did you see this Minecraft thing for ray tracing? And I, I, I admittedly, I thought ray tracing was cool, but all the demos we had seen just really didn't capture that majesty. And somebody had built like the glass wall and the sun was coming through it in minecraft and i was just like what the fuck yeah <laughs> that's so cool and then from that point on i was sold but yeah man I, I i agree i would love to see the consoles get that and then um honestly the storage thing i think is the big thing that uh, multiple people are bringing up the size of the storage like would mm. we see ones with a bigger hard drive maybe it'll just be that maybe there won't be any like what's stopping both of them from just upgrading the size of the hard drives at a later time you know which right. would be very nice by the way yes i mean ps5 i think i only have like well i got a call of duty on there so that's 80 percent of it i assume yeah dude those games they're fucking so big but yeah, yeah it's um i would love to see that and then one of the things i wanted to so well actually we'll do questions and then uh i, I want to drop a top a hot topic what uh what questions okay. do we have in the discord yeah, let me let me switch on. And by the way, anybody listening, we talked about this prior. If Maddie has asked, uh, if Maddie's answered these, we can't exactly tell. So we're gonna we may be repeating, uh, but we'll make sure we skip questions that like aren't directed towards Maddie. So we'll try to make right. it interesting, you guys. Um, uh, so I'm doing all the questions after the 16th because that's when Maddie recorded. I believe, that makes sense. 16th. Yep. So if you got in late on the 16th, sorry. I can't, I won't be able to, to know if that, um, uh, is the case. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I gotta, so, okay. Random aside here before we do these questions, I ordered, so Maddie got the standing desk 
yeah. that you mm-hmm. guys were talking about on Duke. Yeah. I just ordered a standing desk as well. And it showed up today, but the big, um, like the actual desk part was on my porch and there was a really loud thud because apparently it fell over. Um, and so Holly texted me is like, Hey, have you heard that? That is, uh, your desk fell over. So that's good. So two pieces. Um, uh, what, uh, that, did you get a nice electric one or I have the wheel one. I didn't have the money for, Oh, electric. I got the yeah. old crank. So the, the first box is actually back here. I don't know if you can see it, but it, it showed up in three separate days with three separate boxes. Gotcha. So it was, it's one of the motorized one. It's oh, from cool. autonomous is the brand, which to my understanding for motorized standing desks, they can usually be upwards of a thousand dollars plus the autonomous one. It was 800 for an L shaped, which I also saw some some kind of sketchy ones on Amazon for like four hundred dollars. People were like, "Do not buy this. Yeah, this this is not not good." So I don't know. I'm gonna set it up this weekend. I'm excited. Just don't do what I did, oh. man. I had my wires hanging and I wheeled oh, it up. And the, yeah. you know how wires are rubber, so they have a grabby coating. You have to put those in grommets because if you don't mm-hmm. and you crank too quick, they'll just do that friction grab. And I did yank a wire out of a speaker. And a couple actually, and I was doing that. I wasn't even using a machine. I was actually, I should have been able to sense that. And I couldn't, I was just, mine's a hand crank. So just watch out. Yeah. All right. I have the questions ready. Here we go. Uh, The Grim Blade. What are your thoughts on cheats in video games? Should they make a comeback? Should they go away? Should they disable achievements in single player games? Uh, okay, so he's trying to get four questions in at once here. He did, he cheated. <laughs> Not quite, they're all related. So my thought is they don't make cheats in video games anymore because they can sell them to you. That's yeah. what Capcom did with Resident Evil, which sucks. But I don't know. Cheats are a fun little way to mess around in a game. They should definitely disable achievements or trophies. And uh, I don't know. I I feel nostalgic about cheats because I used to like you get the cheat code book and you could turn Spyro green or something. Um, So they're just fun little ways to like get a little extra out of a game for me. You are right, though. They they wouldn't like in the old days. God mode would have been a code. Now it's a suit of armor. You know? Yeah. So I didn't even I don't know why I've never thought of it that way. But yeah, no, I would agree with all that. I would, that that would be the same answer for me. I accept it or in agreement. I would also like that to stop. Um, it would be, I think cheat codes are fine. There was keys to the city for Crackdown. That's like the last one I oh, used. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I, mean, I don't use them a lot, but I mean, or maybe let you win first. Yeah, I don't even know if I think you should have to do that. So people who do codes probably don't want to win first to do the. They want to have fun in the. It's fine with me. But boy, you need to disable achievements. That shouldn't even be a question. Yeah. Oh, that needs to be for sure. Okay. Ivory State asks, do you have any video game magazine memories? Personally, I remember my mom buying me the official Xbox magazine every month and amassing a large collection of demo discs, which was a huge portion of my gaming experience as a child. So, Carrick, how do you feel about gaming magazines? Yeah, one of my first girlfriends bought me next generation magazine a subscription i remember that oh. was nice of her because they were expensive they were like the premier mag 
you know, where they had the, glo- mm. the almost thick textured cover. Um, all I right. remember, the best memory I ever had was seeing Oblivion in the Xbox magazine and totally fake, by the way, now. But it showed lush grass, you know, for miles, ultimate draw distance, because it was just a picture. It wasn't the game running at one frame per second, which is what it would have ran at. But I remember they were like, these are Xbox shots and seeing Oblivion and just being like, oh, my God, this is going to be. And I remember being really like like a kid right then. And like, this is going to be so fun. For me, my memory, I mean, I I grew up with uh, Game Informer for the most part. Just because that was something that, like, you buy a game and uh, every once in a while my dad would, like, I didn't always have it. But sometimes, like, we would, he would buy me a game for a birthday and they'd offer the subscription. He's like, "Eh, I'll throw that on. So I have Game Informer for a year or whatever. But I remember very distinctly seeing an ad for the first Kingdom Hearts in Mm. Game Informer. And I actually was, like, bought the game because I thought the ad looked interesting. I was like, whoa, Final Fantasy Disney stuff. Not that I'm like a big Disney fan, but it was just such an interesting idea. combination and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one for me. Um. Okay. He has a bonus question. We'll do this one quick. What is your favorite game that came with a system when you bought it? Mine would have to be Halo Master Chief Collection when I bought my Xbox One Master Chief Collection Edition. I'm gonna have to say Wii Sports. Like right oh, off the bat, so many hours on Wii Sports. That was a tremendous packing game. For mine to be Sega Master System, it didn't have a pack in. It had a game programmed on the ROM, and it was a tr- oh. it was a uh, it was a test of the developer that no one thought it would be possible. And he was like, "I'll program a." And it was a snail in a maze. That was it. But if you back then, it was unheard of because you could turn it on without a, a game in it, and it would do something which just wasn't a thing at the time. And I remember when I found it. I found it accidentally, I think. By, like, turning mm-hmm. it on, you had to hit a button or something. And it was awesome. And it was just cool. It was that giddy moment of, like, discovery. Where you're like, there's a game in here. It's a snail. And yeah. it's boring. But there's a game. It was just, <laughs> it was so cool. That was back yeah. pre-beard. Pre-beard, Carrick, when I was still a young, Whoa. cherubish child. Still happy. Just Whoa. like still a, happy. a little baby just flocking through. the, Just like, let's go play our snail game. Yeah, that died Damn. quick. Well, this, you know, you're talking about the... You know, the happy days. This question, this next question, sort of related. Uh, maybe not. I don't know what I'm talking about. Bearded Panda writes in and says, Salutations, Mr. Famous, Mr. Cancer Free, and Mr. Clean. Okay. <laughs> you're, Carrick, you're, I, I recalled, I think that was before I was on the show, but you, is it you that had cancer at one point? Yeah, I've had it twice. I, we, I thought twice. I had it. Yeah, I thought I had it again recently. So that's what he was saying. It was, oh, uh, we, shit. We, we got to, I just like, that's why I bowed out of a couple podcasts. So it was just oh. ridiculous. I mean, it's just absolutely. Ri- I still have it, but it's not that. Who knows what it is? But it's just ridiculous fatigue. Like anyway, yeah, I found- occasionally come. Yeah, I didn't know that about you. I think I found that out recently, actually. So, um, okay. So, Mister Famous, Mister Cancer Free, and Mister Clean. A lot of Misters here. I don't know who Mr. Clean is and who Mr. Famous is, though, for Maddie and I. Is Maddie Mr. Clean? So Maddie would be Mr. Famous. M- Maddie would probably be Mr. Famous because of the leaks, right? Maybe? Oh, yeah. Because I, I called attention to the fact that he had talked about the KOTOR thing like, like in nine months. I was so mad. Yeah. I was so mad. I was DMing him. I'm like, what the fuck? 
it, it doesn't yeah. matter. It wasn't even anybody's fault. It was just, it was so dumb. I That might be what it is, but I don't know why you would. Oh, Mr. I know. Clean cut. You showed up with that. We teased you about being oh, clean cut with your haircut. Okay. So it's Mr. Clean cut, Mr. Famous. I got you. Yep. Here we go. Recently, despite all of our ill wishes every week to each other, yeah. you have all experienced great moments of relief, excitement, or happiness. Whether it be Carrick kissing ass, as always, <laughs> kicking ass. I, I thought it sounded oh, like I said oh, kissing. Oh, kissing, almost. it does, but that would kissing. still be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or good old D getting a haircut. Here's my question. What are the little things in your life that get you through the normal, but especially the tough days? For me, it's coming home from work and hearing my two little ones yell daddy and running over the door to meet me. No matter how shitty the day has been, it resets my mood to uh, at least neutral. As always, I hope tomorrow you get a full night's rest, but always get the warmer side of the pillow. So what gets he's a good what person. Gets he's been around the day? a long time. Nothing. I'm not like Nothing. that. Yeah, I don't. Oh. I don't have the little like I will. I I'm very conscientious of what I have, but I don't. Um, dogs are cool, but usually it won't be daily. It'll be like a week mm -hmm. or so, and then something will pop up, and I'll be like, "Oh, that that's awesome." You know, the one thing that has happened to me recently, like in the last like nine or ten years with computers, is realizing that if you turn the computer off, that little 27 inch or 42 inch screen of information it's just it's gone and if you have stresses that are on the other side of it you have to separate it and realize it is on the other side i mean it may feel stressful it may affect money but like a lot of people get caught up in stuff and they get really stressed out and they start like looking at things all the time and a lot of times oh yeah because i think yong Yi did he called he uh dm'd me a couple days ago he's like i want to talk about the konami thing can I ping you? Can we discuss it? Blah, blah, blah. Because I want to do a video. And I'm like, okay, this is what I've been told. True or not, this is what I've been told. And he posted a video. And one of my friends was like, have you seen the video? And I'm like, no, I haven't even looked at it. Like, to me, that's those kind like, you can't control some of that stuff. What people are going to think if they like something, if they don't like it. And once you start learning that, I would say that's what I notice. And it's, it's not mm. even a positive thing as much as I have to remind myself. Because there will be times where I'll be pissed. Like what I get pissed when you guys, that's weird, but Maddie got shit on and I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. Like yeah. I get much madder when it's somebody else. Like that's when you will, if you ever notice, that's when I light up. Like somebody will drop in and be like, well, Maddie said this game was good and you said it was bad and I trust you. And I'll be like, fuck you, man. Like, right. Just, you know, those kind of things. But yeah, so I guess I don't have a good answer for him. It's a good thought process. Yeah. Maddie's, Maddie's always got ones. He's like, the thing about Maddie is, man, like, I wish he was here for this one. We'll have to remind him. But, and he probably, maybe he gave an answer. But uh, the thing about Maddie is he has to remind himself, too. Like, we'll be talking and be like, blah, blah. I'll be like, Matt, come on. I'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, it, it, right. It's easy to get caught in your head. It's definitely easy. Yeah. For me, I mean, there's, I probably have two answers of when I'm feeling the most stressed more recently or whatever, tough days, is that, Every single time I would rather have a tough day with my current job than a great day at my old job. Um, and my old job wasn't bad. And in right. fact, I was very blessed. I, I was working in video production and doing something that I at least partially enjoyed. And that's saying something because I know a lot of people have jobs that they don't enjoy any aspect of it. So that's yeah. not lost on me. But I would rather be frustrated or stressed about something last day and media related 
than frustrated and upset with a fucking dance recital, you know, or, or a wedding video or something like that. So it's always the, for me, like always taking the time and being like, listen, Dustin, you worked so incredibly hard to get here. And the job you have is probably, I mean, of, of, gaming fans and stuff like that one of the most coveted jobs yeah period and it's so incredible like you can be the best of the best and still not get to be able to do this type of stuff so that is never lost on me uh how i don't want to say lucky because it's not like i just happen to be into this position you know i worked very hard but it's a it's a combination of work and luck like yeah i'm not going to deny that so just having that that gratitude of I'm trying to think of the an word acknowledgement. I don't know why I can't figure out that word. I guess gratitude probably fix it, but I I know what you mean. There's a word for that when it's like it's a mix of those two, and for whatever reason I can't think of it. But I know yeah. exactly where you're coming from. So that's that's probably the other one. I mean, the other thing for me is just that um, I guess just that I'm very thankful that the relationships I have with the people that are most important to me are very good like i have a great relationship with my wife i have a great relationship with my parents and her parents yeah and you don't have I any of those that, broken you know right yeah. and i know that that's not common either correct so um not that not to say that those relationships are 100 percent perfect that doesn't work that's that's not possible but i'm uh you know I'm thankful for those things. That's you got to have, you got to have a grounded, you got to stay, yeah. you know, on your base and having those relationships is essential. Okay. Moving on here. Just Lee Martin. Do you think Sony's Sony reversed their decision because of maybe a surge in purchasing on the PS3 and Vita? Do you think they actually listened to the community? Hmm. I'm going to say they didn't do it because of the surge in purchasing. They anytime a store closes, there's going to be a surge in purchases. Like they they surely knew that, right? Yeah, I would think I mean I don't know. Like that one I don't that is definitely a weird. It's almost like the Xbox price thing. Yeah. The gold you're just your brain is like what when did you ever think that was a good idea especially xbox theirs was way worse by the way i oh. mean i get that people are mad that they were going to remove games and and that they're, they're absolutely correct but at the same time microsoft wasn't even offering anything they were they were raising a price on something that was shit like you're just like what what are you doing so i don't know i don't know what caused yeah i don't know man maybe it's a mixture of both maybe they maybe maybe somebody I mean, Jim might also be one of those guys. It may not be Jim, by the way, too, uh, depending on who, who's at the level. But you might have somebody who's not your yes man. And Jim may have somebody he trusts and that, you know, or a group. And they might have come forward and said, hey, we've got some feedback. This might not be the best plan. You know, that. It, right. It, and, and. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I think. Yeah, I'll just quickly repeat what I said earlier is that I think that this was an easy win for them in a time where they have not had many uh some very good pr yeah so okay uh our shandle believe salutations as someone returning to gaming after more than a decade i find that i really 
enjoy the open world style games. And yet after I get 50 plus hours in, I start to feel the bloat. Then I visit older titles like the Uncharted Collection, Tomb Raider games, and even games like Quantum Break. And I find that I really enjoy more linear games that have a 10 to 15 hour playtime. Would you prefer, prefer short, shorter titles at $40 to $50 price point or a game you could sink 100 plus hours for $60 to $70, even if it suffers from 25% bloat? What's the best ratio of game length to price you are willing to pay? Carrick, I'll let you take this away because I know this is a big part of your review process, right? Yeah, but I'm going to give the worst answer. Okay. Because, Do dude, I don't. I there is no golden ratio to that. So, I mean, if it depends on how you would experience the only way to do this would be to say you what he's asking to complete that question would be to say you have to get 100% or a platinum on on both types of games. And if you had to, which of those two? Cuz if you don't, I would skip the 25% bloat on the open world game. Because right. I can't, I can replay that where I maybe couldn't replay an Uncharted as many times. But I love Uncharted. I think they're separate, man. I don't know why people. There's open hub, open Yakuza's open small town. No, Yakuza's open block. I guess there's open yeah. block, open city, all that kind of stuff, dude. They're not as alike as people think, man. They're in fact Yakuza's micro. Yakuza goes in. You go into a store and every little thing in the store is is graphicked out. All this stuff where GTA, you can't go into most places. So there, there, there's a difference, man. Mass Effect plays completely different as an open hub or open planet game than, and it's not even open planet. It's like open spot and then a straight shot to where the battle is most of the time. Have you ever got lost in a Mass Effect? No, no one has. Yeah. It's impossible, right? It's impossible. Right. So... Yeah, I can't give a good answer. I don't think they're... I just don't think they're... I, I guess the hundred, I, the bigger one, because I could replay it and I could skip the bloat if I wanted to. I guess that would be my answer. Right. Yeah, I think that I'm going to give a non-answer by saying you got to be careful when you start up saying like, oh, game, game is X hours long, therefore it is worth its price tag. Yeah, there's right? some oddities like, that are going to pop up real quick on that one. Right. There's certain games I played that I spent $20 on that were worth a hundred yeah. for the value. I, the, the value I got out of them. So um, you just gotta be careful with that. I'm not saying that price isn't important when it comes to evaluating a game because it is, but um, you know, you can take it too far. Okay. Pen in pen in pant writes in and says, according to Andy Robinson from VGC, Zelda, Wind Walker, Wind, not Wind Walker, Wind Waker, and Zelda Twilight Princess are quote 100% coming this year. Do you believe these are coming this year and will y'all be picking them up? PS 420 blaze it. This was obviously on 420. Let's see. Are they coming? I, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Are they coming? I, I don't yeah, know. I have no clue. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I have no clue. Sometimes Nintendo likes to make obvious money and other times they don't. So. Uh, oh, he did uh, ask if we'd get them. Yes. Uh, so wait oh. a minute. Wind Walker and what? Wind Waker and so I'll get Wind Waker. Twilight Let's... Princess. No, won't touch Twilight Princess, yeah. but Wind Waker. I loved the cell shaded stuff. I would right. play that again. I would definitely play that. I will say I would probably pick those up. 
I'm much more likely to pick those up than Skyward Sword. And yeah. what I really want is them to take the 3DS remake of Ocarina of Time, fix it up a little bit, give it the near replicant treatment. You know, not quite. It's already a remake, Version but just three, like four nine seven five. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, make that 3DS version work on the Switch and look nice. And I will, I'll, I'll spend $60. I don't care. I'm, I'm a Nintendo shill. <laughs> I will buy Ocarina of Time again. So, okay. Chingiz? Some of these fucking names, Carrick. I, I know. just don't even change. I don't recognize those last two either. Yeah. Hello, gentlemen. Hope to catch you in uh, most mediocre day ever. I have one question, and is what game do you replay on a yearly basis? Is it Witcher 3, Arkham Series, and Ezio Trilogy? Oh, it is Witcher 3, Arkham Series, and Ezio Trilogy. I'm I'm guessing he's a non-native English speaker, but Mm. we get what he means. Game I replay on a yearly basis? I don't replay any game on a yearly basis, but the games I've replayed the most are... Probably the first Bioshock I've played through like oh, yeah. seven or eight times at this point. I was playing Mass Effect 1 and 2 until I played oh, Mass yeah, Effect 3. Yeah. yeah, and Mass Effect 3 stopped me. But I would say though that uh, I know one was in the high 40s. Like that, it was ridiculous. I mean, my wife was even like, dude, I can't stand the music. I'm so tired of hearing it because I would just restart it. I love the Flash Gordon thing. Mm. Um, now though, I would say I revisit multiple games many times a year versus recycling back perfectly once a year. Um, right. MMOs in particular. Dude, I'm a sucker for free MMOs. I realize that's oh. my that's my kryptonite. I have an account on every platform for DC Universe Online. I have an account on every platform for Star Trek. I have an account on every platform for Neverwinter. By the way, the full accounts. Not not a free account. The actual like like cryptic points on some of them, or in Star Wars, I have the uh, cartel. I have the full, like, cartel uh, $15 a month. I'm such a sucker for those games. And yeah. I, I, I visit them often. Yeah. Well, that's good. You gotta you gotta have a home base game, you can or games you can come back to. So, the other one for me is Bloodborne, which I've replayed many times. I'm waiting, hopefully, for a patch, but I might be waiting forever. So, I'll never play Bloodborne again, I guess. Maybe they just need yeah. to just do the dark. I mean, I don't I don't get in, I don't have no clue what's going on with Bloodborne. There's been so many rumors about that and so many back and forths that I think what happened is something was going on. As in yeah. there was something occurring and it feels like that something fell away. But we'll yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. Hopefully something. Uh this next one I think should be pretty easy to answer from Gothic Hello Kitty. What's up, dudes? I'm interested in some kind of handheld gaming device. Since the Vita and PS3 stores are living again for the time being, uh, I have to put myself on a waiting list at a local game store for a secondhand Vita, which mm. the guy on the phone said it would be about $150 for one. It's not terrible price. Uh, also, I have a PSP for ages, but I don't really have any good games for it. One of my, one of my questions are this. Should I invest uh, any money into getting solid PSP games or get the games on the Vita store since I have a Vita or perhaps both. Vita. Get them on Vita. Yeah, yeah. right. There's no, I don't even think that, uh, you know this way more than I, but I don't think there's real a comparison, is there? No, I mean, the 
the Vita is going to be a better screen and just a better experience to play them on overall, I would say. Though I'm not, I don't think I've ever played a PSP game on Vita now that I think about it. But yeah, I would just get it for the newer system. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Someone can write in and tell me if, if that's the wrong way to go. But uh, let's see. On the Nintendo side of things, I do have a handful of dope 3DS games, but unfortunately, I accidentally killed my 2DS XL a couple years ago. I've been interested in a Switch as well, so I'm going to see if a new Switch comes out later this year that is worth getting. Should I revive my 3DS games by getting a new 3DS type system, say fuck it entirely, and wait for a Switch or get the Vita or get the Vita, 2DS, 3DS, and a Switch? Yeah, don't don't get another 3DS. Wait for the, the new Switch. And buy, if you get like a used 3DS or something. How much is a used 3DS now? It can't be expensive at all, right? Or no, is it? I wouldn't. I, I mean, wouldn't think so. Like, was what's what's the 3ds XXL super large? Isn't there a name for? Isn't there a large one with a big screen of the DS? Yes, it's the. It what seems like the, the model to get, I would say, is the. I mean, if you care about the 3D, then that's one thing. But there's the mm. new, 2ds XL. Which actually you cannot buy on GameStop's website anymore. So maybe uh, I don't know. Are they getting hard to find? I don't know. Either way, I think you're going to get a lot more value out of Switch than playing your old 3DS games. But that's just me personally. No, I would agree with that. I mean, but I'm not a big handheld reverse. I don't go backwards on handhelds for the most part. Yeah, I might on console, but I just don't on handhelds. Wow. Okay, we got another question about Vita and PS3. So we'll what take, is we'll happening? Just do this one. Why? Why so many questions about what happened? Did some news pop up? No, they're just saying since just the Vita, of the thing? yeah, since they wrong. decided not to close it. Okay. All right. J Lopez seven three three one. Hey dudes, uh, hope everything is good. A little theory after PlayStation deciding not to close the PS3 and Vita stores. Do you think they realize how much of an interest there is still for older games? Uh, that they might do some type of Game Pass for older PlayStation games. I feel like this would be a good way to compete against Xbox Game Pass, even though Xbox is way ahead of the curve at the moment. I think we already answered that, kind of our thoughts on why they did it. I think that this idea of a a retro Game Pass is manufactured in our heads. Like, I've seen that multiple places. Like, people write in, like, what about a retro pass? I'm like, no, it's not. I don't think that will happen. I don't know how much a retro pass would offset these other things going on anyway. It would be, it's a, a, like a retro pass is fine, but I don't think it's a good comeback for no, this stuff. Does not. that make sense? It, like they need a, yeah. a suite, uh, like a, you know, not just the antivirus. They need the firewall and antivirus suite that you buy, you know, off a website. They need, Sony needs a couple things. And I don't think just that one thing would really be worth it. I mean, it would be. For those who want it, but I don't think it'd be a system seller or anything. Yeah. This is this next question very interesting to me. Harris twenty three forty five sixty seven eight says, if the Snyder Cut somehow influenced Konami into letting Kojima do one of the following, which would you rather have happen? A complete cut of Metal Gear Solid Five, taking the content from Ground Zeroes and the Phantom Pain, Pain, and not only introducing cut content actually releasing it as one final finished product the way Kojima intended mm. or Silent Hills. Oh, or Silent Hills. 
Silent Hills? Yes. Well, yeah. Like, that was uh, at the end of the demo. It oh, said Silent. Yeah. yeah. I think it said, yeah, it was Hills. Plural. Yeah, it was. Silent Hills. Okay. I'm just going to straight out say it. I don't like Metal Gear that much. I liked Phantom Pain somewhat. Not a huge Metal Gear fan. Uh, I would love to see... I'm not even a huge Silent Hill fan, but the idea of Silent Hills and the way PT sort of worked out, I would rather see that. I, okay. I We need a good horror game. And we need a masterful horror game. What I mean by that is a biggin'. Like, we don't have... We don't really have one, do we? No. Well, Control, Paranormal. But, you know... Right. And, and Resident Evil, but they're their own thing. So, yeah, Silent Hill. I would, I would much rather see that. I think I'd be interested in that. I think... I am going to have to agree with you, even though I do like Metal Gear, just because Silent Hills had so much potential. The Junji Ito collaboration and Guillermo del Toro would have oh, been that different. fell through, too, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all, all that fell through. They've tried multiple times. It's obvious somebody wants to do something. That's another thing. Like, I don't know where Metal Gear is, because what I heard was, like, shopping the IP, not having just him work on it. The idea of where he is and where Metal Gear is and where Silent Hill... I think he might be interested in Silent Hill. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't think. Sorry. What I mean is he would be more interested in that. And I think that's right. cool. I, let, let, like, if that's, if that's his thing. I, how... PT... So PT was the demo he worked on, right? Or the... Whatever. Is yeah. That, okay. Did, did we ever find out the team size for that? Is there any indication do you know of any behind the scenes uh like articles or pre uh or, or interviews or anything about that i don't i remember there's something in my mind that there were theories that like they were kind of working on it undercover undercover right higher ups at yeah, konami that, that's and that what i was, was part of to. i don't know if that was ever verified but but that was um are you saying that that was possibly a part of his ouster, a part of him getting in trouble. That would make sense to me. Yeah. But I don't know. But I mean, if he's working on it, right. Cause he wants to, yeah. and he's work and he knows he can get in trouble and he gets in trouble. That's the type of person you want to make your game. Right. Right. That's the, that's the heat. Like the, if somebody's mm. doing it, that that's, that's who you want making your horror game. Like the be, risk taker. Yeah. Did yeah. you do PT? I did. Honestly, I found it to be so incredibly boring. creepy and scary. Oh, I thought you were going to say boring. That uh, it was almost too much. But if a whole game came out, I would play it. Like, for <laughs> sure. No doubt. Just wear some pampers. Just fuck out. Yeah, I'll, I'll exactly. do it, man. I'll do it. Yeah, it'd be fine. I, uh, I, I found it okay because there wasn't a lot, you know, but it was but it, it was obvious that they were there were some cool ideas. And I'd love to see. I like horror games. They just have to be a certain type. Some I don't like, but I think that one would right. be fun. What was the last Silent Hill game? Four? No. Oh, I don't know. I actually don't know a lot about I've never played a Silent Hill game. Oh, you haven't? Um, no. Nope. There's the one with the chains. I think it was an Xbox one. The Room? Silent Hill The Room. That sounds familiar. That's the last one I think I played, and I think that's Xbox. Or it might have been Xbox 360. But... uh you Let's know see. the horror game I love was Condemned on the 360. Oh, was, I remember oh. playing the demo for that when I was in sixth grade. Creepathon. And, like, shitting my pants. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. It was pretty creepy. Yeah. 
Okay. Mason385 writes in and says, Hey, boys, being huge fans of RPGs, can you rank these RPG occurrences by how satisfying they are? That's a very oddly specific question. But I guess we'll, let, let's go for it. Upgrading your weapon and one-shotting a previously tough enemy. Meeting the stat requirement to complete an objective using word slash skill. Uh, receiving a quest for an item only to tell the quest giver you already have acquired the item. Sneaking by a huge group of enemies undetected. Have a great day. Sean Mason. Uh, I'm just going to say the best one because I think ranking these is they're, they're so wordy. Yeah, they're wordy. I like it when you already have an item for a quest. That is very satisfying. Like and that they, is like, that is pretty uh, cool. They're like, oh, I need, I need thirty, whatever, uh, thirty cow tails. And you're whatever. like, oh, and these like, right here. Yeah, bitch, I have sixty. That like, that feels good. That feels good. Yeah. I know that. I know that feeling. For mine, it would actually, strangely enough, be something. I I like when stealth works. Like yeah. that. I there's something about when I'm like when I get two or three stealth kills in a row in, uh, uh, I just did it in Mordor, but in like an Assassin's Creed of Mordor, when it works and it feels good and you feel like you're in control of something, uh, the combo of kills, like that conga line of kills kind of thing, just kill. kill, 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 kill. I love that. I love that feeling. I always know it'll end. Cause I always suck. I always fuck it up. But when it's, when I'm in the midst of it, it's very satisfying. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's like Hitman. For me, it's like that satisfaction. Such a good game. Silent Assassin, five stars. It's a good feeling. And actually, Carrick, that's the the end because the last two questions are directed directly at Maddie. So that's it for our questions. You got you got on use on Hitman. You got five stars on all your kills. Is that what you're saying? No, not on way better. There was like one mission. Oh, the uh, the um, the manor. Where I I really wanted to do the the silent assassin, and I figured out. Well, I use I like sometimes what I'll do is I won't use a guide all the way, but I'll just like use it to inspire me. Oh sure. Like I'll watch the very beginning, and I'm like, oh, that's the direction to go in. So yeah, I sniped the old lady and took her out and got out. No one knew. It's fantastic. That, I mean, I'm I'm a little bit jaded about hitman because i feel that there i'll go as far as to say that three might be two and three might be a classic might be well they're pretty close to them and i feel that just no one talks about them like that and i'm i'm stunned the amount of content they have is basically skyrim but for hitman it blows me away that they're constantly doing exclusive stuff they're you have multiple endings multiple ways to start the game no other game's done that no other game is stated like you're going to start in different places. Like it's insane. And that changes the entire way the game plays. And it bothers me that Hitman really came out and it is just like it came and went, man. And it got good reviews, man. Like, I don't, do I, yeah, you, I just don't get it. Do you know the uh, YouTuber Super Bunny Hop? Yeah. Do you know him at all? Yeah. He just did a review because he's reviewed the individual hitman one and two but he did like a review for the world of assassination trilogy it's a really stinking good video i highly recommend it because he really he went and replayed all three games at the same time and he was saying how 
playing them all at once as a basically playing Hitman three as like one big giant game mm-hmm. and how incredible it is and how when you play this game all at once, the story actually makes some sense yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So I recommend his review for sure. Check it out. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Cause that's probably one of the only um, videos that I'll watch stuff on is or only games is Hitman. I don't watch oh, a yeah, lot yeah. of stuff on games after I've played them, you know, like, I mean, because I've played them, I'll play the game instead of watching a show. Like, I, if I if I'm interested mm. in it, but dude, Hitman, like I'm I'm not mad, like I said, but I I'm puzzled by the lack of oomph behind the talk around Hitman when I see oomph behind Splinter Cell, which has had its shit games. Yeah, and I'm a little confused by like people going like, man, we fucking we want you know another Splinter Cell, and I'm like, dude, I get that but you have one of the best stealth games of all time with the amount of content that most open world games don't even have. How are you not talking about that? And right. we don't, I don't, I, dude, it's not even on like SEO lists. Like anytime I do searches for game reviews, it's never, it never shows up. It's just sad. I guess that happens to a lot of people. It just happens to be one of the games that I really do think um, did well, but still nobody, I don't know. Like you're the only, you're the first time I've heard somebody mention that dude. After about two weeks of that release, probably since then, you know, people just don't yeah. talk about it. It's just too bad. Dang. Um, those that was the end of the questions. Let me look, make yeah. sure that we've got all of the news stuff out of the way. Was there anything I missed on the? I, I want to make sure I didn't miss anything that you had thrown in here. Um, I don't think so. Nothing. I was looking at. Let's see. I I always get gather my news from. Uh, I just sort by like top of the week from Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Reddit games. And um, nothing too crazy. Happy okay, I'm a little mad. Portal, little mad. I'm okay. reading something right now. So mm. apparently, Wraith the Oblivion came out. And I didn't get a review code. It's out. Dang it. Okay, so the VR game Wraith the Oblivion is getting stellar reviews. Shit. Oh, I was making fun of that game on my stream because I said the name was terrible. Well, it is. It was it's, uh... it's Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf the Apocalypse, and Wraith. They're all in the same world. Well, my joke was that it's, it was, it's Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife. And I was like, you can change up those words in any combination. And, yeah. and it still is like Afterlife, Wraith the Oblivion. The Oblivion it, Afterlife. Wraith. It's bad. It's you bad. It, I mean? Dude, this is a. By the way, Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife was. So 97, Mark Haig Ryan made it. It's my favorite RPG world in the universe. And um, like, it's so edgy, you know, it's so uh, it's like that oblivion, the wraith, like we can't be yeah. scarier. The bad guy, Darth Sidious, you know, it's just yeah. it's old shit names. But dude, the VR game's getting, I just saw a review pop up. VR game's getting stellar reviews. So I'll have to check it out oh. because Werewolf did not. <laughs> that reminded me, Carrick, I bought, uh, pistol whip on a whim last night. That's the Steam ten dollar Western credit. It's a VR pistol is it, whip. Is it a Steam Western one though? Is it the Steam VR Western? Oh, they have a new uh edition that's going to be Western. I believe. Okay, okay, so this is a different one. Yeah, but uh, it's so embarrassing because I played this game for maybe twenty five thirty minutes. And there is so much, like, ducking and squatting. Yeah. yeah, I know this game. I, dude, it's, like, I haven't even really gone anywhere today. I'm like, oh, 
man. Yeah, right. I'm like, holy shit, I'm out of shape. It was actually a good wake-up call because I was like, all I did was squat around and play pistol whip, and now I'm like, like trying to get her like my legs i didn't even know? fight real people but it feels like i did <laughs> um, Dude, it definitely does that game i watched one of my patrons has that been on something else because i watched that a long time was it oh yeah yeah so it's been on it's like on every major okay uh one of my as far as VR. people on discord was playing it and it looked very cool but there was also yes there was a lot of shit going on it is it is not a sedentary um because some games no. that are shooters they're pretty sedentary you can still get away with just a lean and you know some thumb but that one from because uh, i remember she got done and she was like <gasps> you know yeah. breathing into the into the wmr mic um I think that's it for news. We didn't, I mean, there's a couple Xbox things, but it's like, it's been hit so many times. There's a couple Sony things, but they're just the stuff we've already hit. It just doesn't feel like it's really, I mean, I looked in the news. I didn't see anything big that I don't think we've missed. Um, Maddie would have had a Bethesda thing, but I didn't even see, Maddie would have had a five hour video on a Bethesda thing, probably. Yeah. Bastard. Dude, dude well, is prolific have, um... now. Did you have a, uh, you said you had like a hot topic or a, like a hot take? Maybe that would be did. a good way to end I've been things trying out. to remember it for the last like 15 minutes. Oh, it popped dang. up while we were talking and I was like, oh, I got to ask about this. I don't know what it is. I, yeah, I've, I've no, I've no actual clue, but this, I mean, what time is it? It's three 30. You know, we got, we got done a full, well, we started at a good time too. Unlike Maddie yeah. who'd be late and we'd all be talking. We started at, we, we actually did well. How long have we been going? This says. Two hours, 11 minutes, and I started mm. about five minutes early, so about two hours and five minutes. Um, yeah. Is there anything random we want to yak about before? I got a drone. No, the only... Oh. Just out drone. of out of game stuff, yeah. Can't get it to work. $1,000 drone. Dang it. Fucking can't get it to work, dude. Uh, FPV is what they're called. You wear visors. You wear VR. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Got it. All excited. Saved up for a long time. Finally bought it. Nada. It's been Dang a month it. and I still can't get it to work. <laughs> that's my that's now, my cool story. Here's my random thing right now. I have a, a an LG CX that I use on my desk. Yeah, that's I have thing. a Pixel right now that's like glowing, <gasps> and it's only glowing on a white back. Like if it's if the if the, the background is lit white. up. Yes. Now I bought this in December. Is it? Will they? I don't know. Do is that something you warranty? Like a bright glowing pixel like that? Well, if yeah, if it's if, if the plasma is basically always on. I thought the C's have the clean, the like clean view or whatever in the system oh, menu. Oh, the pixel refresh. Yeah, I would try. I that should first. run that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right. There, there is a warning though. I remember from the manufacturer that was like, "Don't run it a ton of time." It's almost like SSD. Don't randomly like do a bunch of shit on it because they do have a particular like right number that they hit. Right. And, but I think they were sort of warning people who were nuts and running it every day, but yeah, every you, you day. De yeah, you should definitely do that. That's a good TV. It's big I should, though. I forgot about that to run on your, how big is that? 48. <laughs> yeah, this is 42 and it's already too big. It makes me a little motion sick. Cause the it's too wide. Are you close to it? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, you see, I can touch mine I, right now. I've gotten used to it. And honestly, now I prefer it. Like, initially, I was worried about eye strain. That's what happens to me. Your eyes starting around, but you don't get that. I don't know. I, what about motion sick? Because I so when I play shooters, I'm I don't know how close you are. Like, I'm literally tapping mine. But 
there'll be times I could where I'll tap mine. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty much the same. But yeah, I do this a lot. And then if I'm playing a first-person shooter, sometimes I'll get motion sick from just too much screen. But that's just me. I'm a puss. When the it only comes to thing sick. that, uh, for some reason, I don't, for the most part, get motion sick. Other than like certain movies, if there's too much shaky cam. District. But 9. I don't know if it's because I have control. If yeah. it makes a difference, yeah. but it's a huge difference know. for driving. You'll never, oh, almost yeah. never get sick if you're driving. But the moment, like, my wife will be like, I want to drive. And if I look down for a quarter of a second, it's, like, instant want to throw up. And, head. It, like, I'm really susceptible to it. Fucking sucks. Yeah. And VR, too. Some I don't oh, get it as much. Yeah. It's so funny because were you on the, was it this podcast? I can't remember. But there's, I, I have a follower. He's a solid rev is his name. And he's sort of like a bro. And. Hmm. His son was into all these games, got VR, and it was so funny. This guy who's, like, all tough and shit, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. He's like, I did yeah. VR for, like, five minutes. I feel so sick. And I was like, <laughs> I know it, it doesn't matter how tough you are. If VR sickness hits you, it is the worst fucking feeling. People have no clue. I had, I don't know if you were watching the channel at this time, but I was telling Maddie about the Skyrim weekend I did. So this was pre-COVID. I invited mm. everybody to come over to play PSVR, and I had Skyrim. Everyone went home. We had friends who were upside down on my couch just moaning. They were so sick. Holy like, shit. It was hilarious. I yeah. filmed it. It was fucking... Because I took a... Everybody was like, dude, I don't... What are you talking about? I don't need it. I'm like, well, I want to play D&D tomorrow. 18-hour game. We're going to have a huge... And they're like, don't worry, you need it. I'm like, man, I, I really want you guys to stick around. They had to drive four hours back home. They oh, all came no. over. They were that sick. From And it was in Skyrim. They got to the bear in the cave, and they moved sideways. And they had never saddled or strafed, depending on... They had never strafed yeah. in a game before. And I watched one of my friends. He was perfectly fine, and he gets the bear. And it happened to every person. And he tried... They said, sneak by or grab the bow. And he's like... Or sneak by or shoot it. And he grabs the bow, and he looks at it and does the thing where you're trying to make sure it's not activating. And it was just instant fucking helmet off. And it was like, oh, my God, something's wrong. And I'm like, uh-oh, you're probably sick. And he's like, oh, my God. And he just got white. He was so, uh, it's, it's so yeah. weird. And then other people would play it, no issues at all. So mm. I, I, I don't, I have no clue why some people are susceptible. Are you? Do you get, like, it depends. VR stuff? Um, The worst VR sickness I ever got was when I played the Marvel oculus game that they eventually delisted um i can't remember what it's called now Let's but they look. delisted that one because i believe that was on yeah. steam vr too like strike for or, uh, something maybe not strike force but marvel vr game marvel powers united vr powers united i believe this game got delisted interesting maybe it didn't Okay, maybe, wait. Yeah. It Upload did. VR says Marvel Powers United shutting down, already removed from sale. Wasn't a very good game. Right. Uh, but it didn't run super well on my PC for mm. some reason, but I tried to play it anyway because I was, <laughs> I think I was reviewing it or doing some kind of content on it. Right. And it was like you would like turn and then explosion and the frame rate would just, and then, boy, it was not good it's actually making me a little like 
weird in the stomach right now just talking about it. i don't people don't man people don't get it there i don't know what it is about vr sickness but i i get car sick all the time that's bad but vr sickness is like angry ass dull headache sick to my stomach not wanting to move not wanting to watch tv just wanting to sit and moan and just be like Fuck, yeah please go away i'm such a pussy when it comes to like headaches and like sick stomach like i'll, I'll deal with anything broken bones i'll be like ah, eh, whatever like the moment I get a sick stomach, I'm like a child again. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Pepto. There's <laughs> gallon in it. Oh, down. dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I always I always tell people that try VR or if I'm like help like letting them try my VR, I'm like, listen, if you start to feel even the slightest bit sick, yeah. take it off. It will not get better. There's no. no reality in which it gets better. It only gets worse unless you take it off. Yeah, it so, was. It, that's and, my advice. And it doesn't matter how badass you are, people. Listen to me. Trust me, man. Because it was so <laughs> awesome to be on Twitter late at night and see him just be like, holy shit, <laughs> I'm so sick. And it was like, yep, yeah. I know. But guys, I'm not down talking it or bad talking it. If you, uh, VR's making some headway, man. It's going to be an exciting. I think PSVR 2 is going to be awesome. It's going to be. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be some awesome stuff for VR. I'm excited to see it. Um, is that it? I think that's it, man. Well, thank you for showing up. Dustin and I yeah, did episode, sure. we're going to call it 300, but Maddie may change it, and he could dub over my face saying that to 299.5, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, he will for sure be back next week. Uh, well, I think he should be. If he's mm -hmm. not, we have a distinct issue. Always a pleasure, Dustin. Uh, do you have anything yeah. you're streaming this weekend? Um, I'm not on? streaming this weekend. Oh. Um. Just because I'm gonna try to, dude, getting this desk set up is gonna be oh, right. a multi-hour. Because I get, you know, you gotta take all your shit off, tear down your current desk, build the new one. So, but I will be streaming on Monday at six. What's my own schedule? I already forgot. Uh, let's see here. Six p.m. I'll be playing Resident Evil Seven uh, for the stream over at Twitch.tv/slash/DustinCampFly. If you want to hang out. Excellent. So everybody go check him out. Also, I didn't pimp uh, Maddie's patron at the starting, which I usually do. It's $1 for early access to the podcast and access to pretty much every, I think it's $3 for the discord. So it's $1 to join his patron and get uh, the podcast. And this will be done tonight because I'll give it to him and yeah. he'll, he'll upload it. And then, uh, and so you'll get it early and for $5 or more, you can get other cool stuff. He's got some swag. Maddie's always a nice guy. You should definitely support him. Other than that, thank you, Dustin. Thank you to everybody who's listening, who's stuck with us. Actually, we did a short one, so everybody should be here. Oh, by the way, hashtag better without Maddie. That's the hashtag. Yeah. Better without Maddie. Peace out, That's everybody. Right. Have a good one. See you later.